Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Rise and shine! Googans, go time! On a Tuesday morning, it's Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. All hands on deck. Six o'clockers ready to make this city come alive. Appreciate you out there. Good morning, E.T. Yo! That's my guy. My man! Uh, About the golf yesterday, I'll say this. We'll talk more about it later. I think my biggest accomplishment yesterday, playing TPC Sawgrass, was the 15,000 steps I piled up on my Fitbit watch. I think that's my most impressive accomplishment. That'll that'll just be the golf tease uh, as we get up and going. You know one of the great things about this job? Which I love, by the way. I mean, if you're just being a rabid sports fan for my whole life, being entrenched here in Jacksonville for as long as uh, we are with all the relationships, and the fandoms. But the great thing about this job is you never know from one day to the next what question you'll be asked to ponder that you hadn't really even thought about before. And that kind of played out over the course of the last 24 hours between the time we did the show uh, yesterday and how we show up here today. And that question is any notion of disrespect or lack of respect for Jaguars receiver Christian Kirk. That hasn't flickered into my mind at all, the respect, the disrespect. Christian Kirk uh, is who he is, which this year was I was a dynamic receiver, right? I mean, he had 1,100 yards. He 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 caught 84 balls. I think he had eight touchdowns. I think Christian Kirk was everything that we hoped Christian Kirk would be when we brought him in. No. Yeah. Right. But did we expect Christian Kirk to catch 105 balls for 1,400 yards and 14 touchdowns? I didn't. That's why eyebrows were slightly raised at the contract at the time that it was given. And as it sorted out, what are we down to now? Probably 12th, ET, would you say, on, on the contract? Yeah. Right? I mean, at the time, it put him up in that top five or six even maybe. But kind of, you know, it sorted itself down to, to a point that I think Christian Kirk played to that contract level. I don't sense. Now, look, this is probably where it creeps in, right? For, for, for these alpha dog athletes. Don't make no mistake. That's what Christian Kirk is. What's all anyone talks about? Or what's a big point of topic about this offense moving forward, right? Here comes Calvin Ridley. Here comes that number one we need. When do we get a number one in here like Calvin Ridley? Every receiver that Jag Nation has seen this offseason – They've screamed for to get to Jacksonville somehow. D-Hop, let's get D-Hop. Keenan Allen yesterday, rumor could be gone. Let's get Keenan Allen. Imagine us with Stephon Diggs. I mean, just let's go get T. Higgins. T. Higgins is available. So from that standpoint, maybe Christian Kirk hears all that too. It's like, hey, hold on a second. Uh, Christian Kirk is on... Our old friend Kay Adams TV set out at the Super Bowl. Okay, Kay Adams, you know, a lot of you uh, remember her from Good Morning Football on 
the NFL Network. She's very popular. Good. I think she does a good job. Very likable. She moved to FanDuel TV. And so she hosts a show there. And lo and behold, had Christian Kirk on that show uh, yesterday. And here's what the Jags receiver had to say. I still feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve. And it's kind of been that way. And you know, with all the noise and after I signed my deal this offseason, it was, you know, it was the loudest. And then now, you know, especially with the season that I had, you know, started getting real quiet and everybody kind of, you know, kind of hushed a little bit. But I just, uh, I want my respect. You know, I feel like I'm one of the, the best receivers in the NFL and that's the way I play. That's the chip that I carry on my shoulder and um, I'm, I'm going to keep burning it. I, really, there's just so much to love about that, if you ask me. At the very least, it uh, you know it indicates a cat that's not content. Told you what Christian Kirk did in the regular season. We all saw it. I think he's very important to Trevor Lawrence's development this year. You know, a lot has been look Urban for the scourge that he was in that podcast that he kind of rationalized why the Jags are so much better now. He did hit on something that is very accurate, and that is the free agent acquisitions on offense were a game changer for Trevor in year two of his development. To get Christian Kirk and Zay Jones and Evan Ingram to all have career years, to add Brandon Sheriff, that, that you know, veteran piece on the offensive line, that sped things up, you know, back to where Trevor should be after year two. And then when you get to the postseason, um, Christian Kirk has caught 15 balls. You know how many receivers have caught more than 15 passes this this postseason? Two. Travis Kelsey and Jamar Chase, the only two dudes with more catches this postseason than what Christian Kirk amassed in his two postseason games. What about touchdown catches? You know how many people, how many receivers had more touchdown catches this postseason than Christian Kirk? Two. Travis Kelsey, again, and Dalton Schultz, a tight end for Dallas. So the respect that Christian Kirk is uh, speaking of there and it quieting down, uh, he's on to something. And you know what? If Calvin Ridley comes in here, how many passes? Remind me again, how many passes did Zay Jones catch? 83, wasn't it? Only one behind? Yeah, there right plenty, behind him. plenty of ball to go around. Uh, listen, E.T., correct me if I'm wrong. This doesn't sound unfathomable to me, but I bet you Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne had years where they both had 100. I remember when Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith were both Pro Bowl-level, you know, 1,000-yard receivers here in Jacksonville together. So, hey, man, we all need our motivations, right? You need your motivations to drive you internally when there's not something externally driving you. And for, for a lot of athletes, they, they pick them. And if Christian Kirk wants that motivation, uh, that he feels he still doesn't get the respect he just, you know, that he deserves, let me hear that again one more time. Let's just completely make sure we're putting this in the, in the total right context when uh, Kay Adams asked uh, Christian Kirk just you know, where he is right now in his career. I still feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve. And it's kind of been that way. And, you know, with all the noise and after I signed my deal this offseason, it was, you know, it was the loudest. And then now, you know, especially with the season that I had, you know, 
started getting real quiet and everybody kind of, you know, kind of hushed a little bit. But I just, uh, I want my respect. You know, I feel like I'm one of the, the best receivers in the NFL and that's the way I play. That's the chip that I carry on my shoulder and um, I'm, I'm going to keep burning it. Listen, the low-hanging fruit here for your morning show host is, ah, what do you mean you don't get the respect you deserve? You make a lot of money. You're a solid player. I respect Christian Kirk. Did he, uh, we want to pick apart what he thinks. Go find me an athlete who doesn't think he's one of the best in the league at his position. Go find me one. Find me a guard. Well, maybe that's the wrong position. Dudes believe in themselves, play at this level of football, so he's he's not one of the best receivers in the league. If we want to get on the on the critical side or the side of reality, can he get to that point? I don't know. We'll see. A more than solid football player. Play, you know, the best players in the league, they they catch that important pass at the end of important games. Right? They, they can't, when they get deep in the AFC divisional round against the Kansas City Chiefs and the ball hits them in the hands, they catch it. I mean, that's fair to point out. But in no way is this an, uh, am I going to get off of the Christian Kirk train. He was a big reason why this Jaguars offense got so much better. And having him and Zay Jones to, to join Calvin Ridley, I, I don't, you know, the one area of the respect or the always trying to get better or however you want to fashion it, but this notion of giving up either draft picks or or making the financial commitment to another veteran receiver sounds silly to me. You got Calvin Ridley and Christian. You got a guy that caught 84 and 83 and another guy who certainly his career arc looked like he was fixing to settle in as a number one receiver. As nice as it would be to add DeAndre Hopkins or Keenan Allen or T. Higgins or, you know, Jerry Rice. I think they got a pretty good assortment, pretty good collection here of, of veteran guys, and you just keep trying to find that diamond in the rough, that that young cat, whether it comes maybe a little bit deeper in the draft. Man, I, let's not forget this, though. We spent a good portion of this. We didn't do much draft talk this year, but when the team was really struggling, we a lot of us were projecting receiver in first round to the Jags. Now, that may have been before the Ridley trade, right? Uh, the Ridley trade changes things, and... Uh, for his part, he certainly seems, Ridley does at least, uh, ready to go. Excited about the new team that he's joining. And who wouldn't be? How would you not want to join this offense? That's why DeAndre Hopkins referenced the Jags among two teams that are on a wish list he'd most want to go to. Look at them. Look what they got here. And uh, look, <laughs> give you another one. On year two with, you know, Doug Peterson's going to have learned after a year in the AFC South. This football team's going to get offensively. They're going to get better and better and better, man. Stay healthy. Knock on wood. Stay healthy because uh, Doug Peterson has proven what he can do with his, you know, array of, of, of weapons. Won the Super Bowl for Pete's sake. They beat the Patriots with Nick Foles. So, yeah, I would imagine that there'll be a lot of young offensive players, whether they're coming in or they're on free agency or they're trade bait or they're cut or however it works. There'll be a lot of offensive players say, yeah, I'd like to play down there with those dudes. That's a great feeling, by the way, isn't it? So, Michael Wilbon does a sit-down interview with LeBron. LeBron now is 36 away from setting the NBA's all-time scoring record. Lakers play... 
they either play the next two nights or they play twice in the next three nights. But um, the first opportunity for LeBron comes tonight at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder, 36 shy. He'll be the NBA's all-time scoring record. But listening to that interview that Wilbon had with LeBron was really interesting. And so he asked him a question in particular. And E.T., don't look it up yet because I'm going to quiz you when we come back on the other side. And then we can even find some of the interview if we want to play it as we go along. I know you're a huge LeBron fan. LeBron was as charming as a great athlete could be in this interview with a cat who has been interviewing him and growing along with him for 20 years and Michael Wilbon. But he asked him one question in particular, and I'm even going to give you guys a head start as you're driving around getting your day going here on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the question, part of LeBron's answer, and then you're going to have to fill in the blank and tell me what his, his answer to Wilbon was, okay? So Michael Wilbon asked LeBron James, have you thought about in your head how you want to break the record, how you want to break, what shot? You know, what shot do you want to break the record on, okay? And LeBron said, you know, I haven't really, I can't really say for sure, but I do know what shot I don't want to break the record on. What was that shot? We'll be back with more next on a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. You're listening to 1010XL on 92.5 FM. Lakers home against the Oklahoma City Thunder I, uh, tonight. I told you that. Up next will be another home game. Oh, back-to-back opportunities at home. It'll be Thursday night, so twice in the next three days uh, against the Milwaukee Bucks. And by the time the Lakers go to Golden State this weekend, um, LeBron will be the all-time scoring leader. Barring something, you know, crazy, unforeseen. So the next two games uh, scheduled for TNT. Oklahoma City tonight, and then a real brand team in the NBA, right? A team that won the championship a couple of years ago. A team that has Giannis on it. What shot would you like to do it on? Do you want to do it on a three-pointer with, you know, Josh Giddy of the Thunder closing out on you? Or would you, I don't know, maybe want to dunk over and Giannis? 36 away, far above his season scoring average. Odds are that LeBron will break the record against the Milwaukee Bucks on on Thursday night. As I mentioned, Michael Wilbon sat down with him. How'd you do on the pop quiz, by the way? We'll we'll get to that answer in just a second. E.T. knocked it out of the park. Didn't take him long at all. Flying colors. LeBron slash NBA expert. He had an answer for me after, you know, 15 seconds. So, um, all of you with the break have no excuses for not getting. That's what I'm saying, so. Up in, in studios. It's cold out there, by the way, this morning. Yeah. We appreciate all y'all out there that are working outside. And there's a ton of you doing a ton of different things. It's crisp this morning. Get that coffee. Go buy the dailies. Get the grind. And um, appreciate you. All right. Um, so he's talking to him about a variety of, of uh, topics, you know, over the course of his career and how he's gotten to where he was. And he made a good point in a question, but LeBron never – was the mentality of score first guy. 
LeBron took a lot of criticism early in his career. Remember with the Cavs, you know, dishing the ball out to the likes of Antoine Jameson or Danielle Marshall rather than finishing himself. You know, he's a facilitator. You know, LeBron is going to finish top five all-time in assists. Nobody who's in one or the other, nobody else either in the top, you know, five assists or top five scoring is in the top 15 of either of the other. So, you know, he's not a guy who came in with this. And he said, look, when I came into the league, when I was a little kid and I was dreaming about the NBA, I want to, you know, I've been rookie of the year. I've been MVP. I've won the, you know, I've won championships. I've been finals MVP. I never thought, it was never a goal to be the league's all-time leading scorer. Uh, that's not, that's not kind of the mentality that's driven LeBron. He's, he's never been, got to get his points guy to be fulfilled. So that was kind of an interesting answer that he gave there. But then Wilbon did ask him, have you thought about a shot? Like, I would suggest that dunk over Giannis would age well. Understand this. You know, this, this, this marquee basket that sets the all-time record. How many times are we going to see that in the next 10, 15, 50 years? Huh? So LeBron was asked by Wilbon, what shot would you like to set the record on? And he said, well, I haven't really thought about this specific shot I want to set the record on, but I do know the shot I don't want to set the record on. So did you think what shot he would not want to set the record on? I got one answer here, the one, one in on the text line, which is uh, correct. Um, out of the few that we've gotten. E.T. also got it correct. But, yeah, the correct answer is free throw. He, wanna, he does not want to break the record on a foul shot. Now, which leads us to this interesting scenario. LeBron is now on the record. I do not want to break the record on a free throw. So, when LeBron, let's say, has pulled into a tie with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he goes to the hole, and he's fouled, and he gets into the line. Do we brick a couple of free throws? For the sake of uh, NBA you know, future, let's hope that he does. That will definitely, and listen, I don't think LeBron is speaking about it in terms of the video legacy that will be left. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't think that's what he means, but that's what we're talking about. This is, this is a, a basketball play that's going to live forever, right? He's going to set the all-time scoring record. Well, I will say this, Kareem's uh, is not famous. I think I, I think Kareem's was a little sky hook about eight feet out on the right baseline. I think that's the one that broke the record uh, for Kareem. But it, LeBron's will be more memorable. We're in a social media era. LeBron's shot to set the all-time scoring record is going to be viral, to say the least, right? And my man says, I don't want to do it with a free throw. Would you be okay with him bricking the free throw on purpose? Does that, does that cheapen it at all? Does that say anything? If you're a LeBron hater, it gives you a little fuel. <laughs> it doesn't take much, ET. You know that. No, it don't take much. Yeah, the, these, these, these stands of these players and teams, boy, it don't take much to get them fired up. See Jaguars Twitter, apparently, which just, you know, is ruthless in those that deny. So, uh, anyway, those are some of the, the thoughts of LeBron. Um, I think that was on SportsCenter maybe, but I'm sure you can find it online at ESPN if you, uh, if you want to. But, yeah. We had an interesting weekend of college basketball. And, man, I, I find, I, I kind of feel like we've said this maybe more 
you know, in recent years. This may not be the first year saying this. But as we head towards March and March Madness, you tell me the team you're sure is winning it all in college basketball. It's hard to find that team. There is no, you know, last year Gonzaga was like number one, almost wire to wire, where they lose one game in the regular season. We've had those types of teams, these great Duke teams with Zion and 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 Cam Reddish and R.J. Barrett all on the same team. There have been dominant teams that you forget win it all. Who would you just put it all on? And yeah, they're definitely going to the Final Four. That team's really not even around to wit. The number one and number two team both lost last week. Florida took care of number two, Tennessee, beat them at home. That should speak to some deficiencies for Tennessee making a Final Four run. Uh, The other was number one, Purdue, who lost to Indiana in that rivalry. But here's the interesting thing. Purdue was number one, and they lost. And the new AP top 25 is out and Purdue has more than half of the overall number one votes and they're still number one in the poll. Now I ask you, your favorite team that's going to be in the tournament, are you petrified by the prospect of facing Purdue in the bracket? I didn't think so. Uh, Florida, by the way, is like, you know, just, just clinging to the bubble, man. They're like, you ever been to the Caribbean, man? They have these little, you, E.T., you probably know what this is, a coquille frog. You know what that is? Oh. So there's these tiny little frogs. They're called coquille frogs. They're, uh, they're abundant in Puerto Rico, but right. but they have these little, almost um, they're suction, like, like yeah, I do know. feet yeah. and, you know, uh-huh. legs. They're legs, right? That That's Florida right now. They're a little coquille frog, and there's the bubble, and it's just like clinging to that bubble, like sliding down that circular bubble. I don't, this is not in any way an endorsement of believing that Florida is going to emerge as a tournament team. But uh, the Gators do play Alabama tomorrow at Bama. And I say this because in those same AP rankings, Alabama's up to number three this week. The, it, it, what's ironic about, about the college basketball rankings, to be honest with you, is the best conference in college basketball is undeniable. It's the Big 12. Those jokers are just, I mean, we saw it last week, right? Texas Tech, I told you, didn't even have a win in conference. They were favored and won at home over a ranked team. I mean, the Big 12 is dynamically deep and good. If I, without telling you who's going to win the title, I would take a Big 12 team against the field right now, I think. Yeah, with that the case, the highest ranked Big 12 team was number five, Texas. They lost to another Big 12 team last night, by the way, number nine, Kansas. Iowa State is 11. Kansas State is 12. Baylor is 14. TCU is 17. The Big 12 is freaking loaded. <laughs> Coaches poll, by the way, pretty much, pretty much mimics uh, what we see. Miami is a ranked basketball team, by the way. And the Canes beat the stuffing out of Duke last night. I mean, Beat them down in Miami. Beat them 20, 30 points. Just uh, at, beat them by more than 20. It's the first time Duke has lost multiple games by more than 20 in the same year since I think Mike Krzyzewski's first year. They were 11 and 21 that year. You know, let's coaching change up there. Think of the rabid passion that we show down here for the coaching situations at Florida or Florida State or Georgia or Miami. Okay. In basketball parlance, that's Duke. That's a pressure cooker. You got a first-year head coach up there in John Shire. Mike Shishovsky was the coach at Duke forever, for longer than most of you out there listening were alive. 
When I talk about big, you know, what, I think six natties maybe for Krzyzewski in that time? I mean, replacing the legend isn't easy. Right. That's what they say. You don't want to be the guy replacing the legend. You want to be the guy replacing the guy who replaced the legend. <laughs> and and it works like that sometimes like clockwork. There's Steve Spurrier, poor Ron Zook. Hey, Urban Meyer. Cha-ching. Don't replace the legend. Replace the guy who replaces uh, the legend. Good could bode well, perhaps, for Todd Golden down in Gainesville. But back back to Duke, yeah, the pressure get turned up there. Duke is outside the top 25. I will remind you that Duke's recruiting class every year is top three. Top five at the worst. Point being, there's talent. And 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 to lose twice this year by more than 20, and it gets just absolutely jackhammered by Miami last night, um, I think says something. What do these guys have in common? Talk just a, I'm going to talk a little bit of golf with you, okay? What do these guys have in common? Rory McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Schauffele, Colin Morikawa, JT, Tom, uh, JT Thomas, Justin Thomas, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Victor Hovland, Max Homa, Tony Finau, Tom Kim, Sam Burms, Cameron Young, Jordan Spieth, Billy Horschel, Deki Matsuyama, Keegan Bradley, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton, Tom Hoagie, Kevin Kisner. What do they all have in common? They're all playing this week. This is the new PGA Tour. It's a, quote, elevated event. Which, by the way, as I look at this, means that I'm sure there are some slight differences. We have brunch with the tour a little bit later today. I need a, sp- a sneeze button on this side. I just found that out. What happened to my sneeze button? I used to have one. Hold on. She gone. Um, it means that the field here at the players will still be as strong as, it, as a golf field can be, but there are other golf tournaments that are going to be able to rival that. That doesn't matter because it's about who you are able to see here. What you don't want to be probably as time moves on is, is a golf fan in those markets and for those tournaments that aren't, quote, elevated events where you get this kind of, a turnout. It will make pick uh, making picks on brunch with the tour today a little bit harder. And what a golf tournament uh, that's going to be this weekend, Super Sunday, right? In the same city that's hosting the Super Bowl. And Waste Management is in the Phoenix Open has crafted a nice little spot on the golf uh, calendar where I I don't know about you, but me and a lot of my buddies, you know, unless I'm at a Super Bowl party slash event. We watch the golf, it'll carry, the golf will carry you right up to kickoff. For those of you that don't want to settle in for the six to eight hours of Super Bowl pregame, where are you at on those long pregame Sundays? You find yourself much interested, E.T., or are you just ready to pass time until the game starts? No, I'm, I'm locked in, man. You're locked into the pregame, so yeah. you'll watch the whole six, eight hours, the performances. I love all the stories. That the interviews, tell. the stories. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, there's, and you're not alone. There's a lot of people that, that, that are, are like that. I'm not like that at this stage. I'm just ready for the game. Like, I'd rather watch three and a half hours of golf leading it, you know, keeping my current, you know, sports fandom engaged up until uh, the the game kicks off. But I will say this. If you do, if you if you enter pregame show land, you, you, there's a good chance you're going to get hooked because to E.T.'s point, they do tell some terrific stories. There's a lot of great stories that they put together. There's a lot, all kind of stuff. Yeah, a lot of great storylines around the game this year. Just, just a you know, the Super Bowl, the behemoth that it has become um, in this country. 
is is you know, one of two things need to happen. We talk about this every year. Enough already. We either got to make a Monday after the Super Bowl holiday. We got to, man. Combo it with something else. Or, and I don't understand why this isn't pondered more. Why not move the game to Saturday night? You got two games in between. You got two weeks in between. Play the game on Saturday night, man. And we're all going long and hard deep into the night on Saturday. And then we got a, a day to digest it, man. I'm just surprised. Does playing the game on Saturday night offend you in any way, E.T.? Nope. Right? I, it's never been talked about. If you're going to put the two weeks between, uh, there is no chance that less people are going to watch the Super Bowl if it's on Saturday night. Right. I wouldn't mind it at all. If you all of a sudden said right now, oh, by the way, the Super Bowl this week is going to be on Saturday, then, yeah, you you would screw a lot of people who have plans for that Saturday night. And all the parties and stuff. This just in. If you know the Super Bowl is on Saturday night, you're not going to have plans to go to dinner and a movie with, you know, your neighbors. All right? You're going to be planning to watch Super Bowl. I And we... There's been a lot more momentum toward this far-fetched idea that they'll never go for of making the Monday after the game uh, a holiday than there has been momentum towards something that's realistic, like putting the game on Saturday night. Now, in today's world of varied opinion, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there say, I don't want it on Saturday night. I just don't know why that would be. That's the question I have. I can't come up with a, what is a, a legitimate answer to that question. Well, last night was silly night at the Super Bowl. It's, you know, the media day and the silliness has been building up. You know, we got to get that silliness out because we haven't had this media day for the last two Super Bowls. One was the COVID year where everything was, was, you know, shut more shut down. And then last year and they, and, you know, continuing with the, the era of precaution last year, again, everything was done, you know, via teleconference and zoom and, video press conferences, that kind of thing. But no, they they let the caddies in the pool. And so, folks, take this opportunity to ask, you know, everything from the insane to the asinine to the actually creative and funny to the tired and overplayed. And the players play along. What's your favorite song? If you had to be, if you could play golf with any three players in, in history, who would it be with? If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Will you marry me? You know, all this, this silliness. Um, but you know what? If you work in Kansas City and all you ever talk with Andy Reid about is football and you'd like to ask him, you know, more personal questions about his team, about his players, about what barbecue restaurants he likes, go ahead. Knock yourself out. The, the NFL is going to put them out there for you. There was also the very serious uh, storyline of, you know, two Black starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl for the first time. A matter of time, right? League has changed an awful lot in the last uh, 30 years. They're, I really feel, I think, and I think everyone, and in, in E is a young black man yourself, I feel like in the, the league now, if you're good, they don't care if, what color you are to play quarterback or any position. If you can play, you can play. They want the best player. I mean, we're far past, I think, people um, – that playing a role in personnel decisions or otherwise. And, you know, the, look, the, the stats of the league w- would bear that out. But nonetheless, uh, the first time two African-American quarterbacks meet in um, in a Super Bowl, and they, they both are appreciative of being a part of that history. So that'll be uh, a part of the storyline, certainly uh, pregame. There's some other interesting issues. Nick Sirianni, the Eagles coach, said something uh, yesterday I thought was interesting. And Sean Payton has spoken – 
on, I don't know, could it be a sticking point with Russell Wilson? I'll tell you what that is as well when we come back next with a football fix. It's Cal and Truck Accessories Tuesday on The Drill. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, sir! Woo! Woo! Super Tuesday, America. Time to rock the vote. Get down to those precincts and no voting today. say yes. What are we voting on today? Proposition 72B. What is that for? Huh? What is that? Uh, you know what it's for. You know what? I, ha- I don't like to get political on this show. Don't you say another word until you explain yourself. Me? Yeah. Good morning, E. About what? Yeah. Huh? About what? You don't bring that nonsense into MSG. Uh, the flames went down in overtime to the Rangers last night. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Your team's dirty. You got a dirty team, huh? Truba. I didn't know that. You the have enforcer. A, you have a dirty team? The enforcer. No. I don't, yeah, I He's just, our guy. Yeah. Don't you bring that stuff he into not, New York and try not, and take a third period lead only to lose it and then he, get he, beaten he, overtime by Alex La 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 Frenier. Yeah. Hey. Can literally. Hey. Can. Hey. Can, hey. Can, hey. Can literally feel the radios changing stations. <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you liked to talk about puck the, talk. Hey, man, the Flames are they battled last night in a, in a snake pit. Yeah. Huh? You know? It's a snake pit. You're darn right. Thing. Yeah, I mean the MSG and the and the world's most sh- famous arena. They should win. E- it, they should win it all. I mean that's the expectation by the world. I so. think they As might. They say in hockey, mm. let's do that. Hockey. And you know, if they did, I'd be very. I really would be happy for Tony Marinatis. <laughs> I would. I'd be happy for my man Tony. Can I? Is it? You you started with Super Tuesday, so I was. I was. I, this is just like right in front of. Honest me. Honest, this is. Mm-hmm, what's wrong? God's truth from my lips out. What's mm-hmm. that saying? Anyway, to, my lips to your ears are yeah. My lips to yours. Like the Thank you. yeah. I just looked at. The, I knew the score last night. I knew the game, and then I saw Flames right here on Twitter, and I looked at you, and then I realized, oh yeah, he's a Flames fan. <laughs> See? Allegedly, uh huh. You, you're thinking that's a lie. You thought it last night as the game no, was I playing didn't. out. I'm telling you, God's okay. All right, your truth, lips to God's ears. My lips to God's ears, yeah. and okay. he knows. Well, that's fine. It didn't even click in my head because like, I was texting with I'll my see. Rangers buddy and he was telling, you know, I'll, we were talking I'll, about the game. And I were horrible in overtime and so I was so happy we won. Well, I'll I'll see your, mm-hmm. you didn't even recognize me as a Flames fan during that game and I will raise you with, yeah. I had no idea the two teams were playing till this morning. <laughs> I believe so, that too. So there you go. Yes, I believe that. You said Super Tuesday and I, I have a, I don't, yes. is this, can I, can I unleash a pop quiz in Dan time? Is that, like, yeah. unpleasant? that's okay. Can I get pop quiz music, yeah. please? And here's why I do this. It's to emphasize a bigger point and how different this Super Bowl week is okay. from every other of the last five, 10 years. All right, I'm ready. I have in front of me mm-hmm. the list okay. of the 15. Okay. Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists. Okay. And how many of the 15 Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists? And I I say that the point that I'm saying here is we don't know and we don't care. Yep. Our guy Baselli got in. We know Fred's not in it. So. Fred's not. Fred didn't make it to this cut. So we there don't are, even care. There are some returning players yeah. on this list that yeah. we've talked and commented about in the, in the past. So right, how many of the 15? Do you think that you can... Before I identify, miss one? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I think, uh, and I'll let you miss a couple as we go, but how many of the 15, yeah, what Total? would, name that tune. How many notes can you name it in? Three, four, five? I was going to say five or six. I'd put the over-under as, well, I was going to put the over-under on five. Yeah. Five is a tie. So there you go. Can you name five of this year's 15 finals? And jo- the clock Joe Thomas. starts down. Joe Thomas, very good. Probably go in. That's one. I think, um... I think Tory Holt. Tory Holt, boom. Former Jag. will probably go in as a Jag. That's two. I think. Oh, uh, Zach Thomas. Ding, that's three. So dying to give a hint about one of these players, but I'm gonna hold off for now. Oh. We're at three. Um I think this is a risky one. I'm not sure if he made it, but I think Rondé Barber. Ding, four. This will definitely be one when you get to the end, you're going to be like, oh, God, yeah, I knew that. Oh, yeah, There's yeah, a couple yeah. of, you still oh, got yeah. a couple of, the, oh, gosh, I knew that on this yeah, list. Yeah, I know. But you got four. <clears throat> I think. This is for the tie. Unwavering. Even with Big Bo in the hall already, doesn't matter. I think. Hall of Fame historian. What's called the Hall of Fame on behalf of Tom Coughlin to ask him just what in the hell is going on. Yeah. Jared Allen. Ding, that's five. Okay. We're one away from victory. And you have one, yeah, like I said, one, oh gosh, yeah. There's one that, that you're, yeah. And then there's another with a hint you'll get. A hint I'm dying to give. So go ahead okay. and win this thing so I can give my hint. Mm, he's grinding over there. Oh. Would you like to phone a friend? I got it. Um, uh, because you hate him. Uh, Devin has. Yeah, I don't hate him. That was the hint. Now, the hint was going to be, okay, there's a guy on here that I don't think his categories should go into the Hall of Fame. Right. Devin Hester. Uh, So you win. You want to keep going? Let's keep going. No. um, There's one that you, there's the most obvious one on here, I think, to be honest with you. I mean, he had a whole moniker named after him. Spent time at a valuable position of being the best in that position for four or five years. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne is another one. He's on there. We're up to seven. You got two more, cor- you got let's, let's we'll speed it up. Two more corners, corners, two corners oh, is uh <clears throat> that included the one I thought was the no-brainer. I thought you'd get right away one of the, these corners. Uh, I'm done. Revis Island, Daryl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right. Daryl Revis. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, probably get in. Yeah, Albert Lewis. Oh, that's right. I thought we talked about it. Yeah, you also have the other ones that we didn't get to were uh, Andre Johnson. Yep. 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 Demarcus Ware. Yep, 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 yep. Dwight Freeney. It's the same guys every yeah. year. Dwight Freeney. Dwight Freeney. Yep. Patrick Willis. Yep, talked about him too. And Darren Woodson. I think Willis, didn't Willis have about the only six or seven years, right? Isn't Baselli going to help his cause, you think? Didn't Willis have a short career or am I shortening no, it too he, much? No, he definitely had a short career. Was it, was it longer than seven years? Was it more like Let's nine? Look. Let's look. I just remember him retiring at his peak. You know, he was still maybe the best in the, you know, one of the best in the league at that position. Patrick Willis, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, two, one, two, three, four, oh, seven five, to fourteen, six, seven, eight. Yeah, oh, eight, yeah, eight. But the eighth year he played six games. So it's a Pacelli. It's the Pacelli run. Now he got the full seven. Tony played seven, played five. Yeah. You know, played in five. He played one hundred and twelve games. Tony was like a hundred or something like that. Yeah, so it's a good. Yeah. You know, it's a marker. I Pacelli getting in helps the Patrick Willis contingent. Absolutely, I bet, right? Absolutely. So anyway, there's that. When do we find out? 
I'm mad at the Hall of Fame because it's they didn't so get Saturday, Fred in the room, and the guys yeah. we talked to all yeah. told us they were voting for right. Fred. Yeah. So either they lied or something's amiss. Well, that's just two of the you know 36 or whatever. That's true. We didn't talk to we, 15 we, of them. We didn't get all 36. <laughs> that's a fair point. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's coming up. And then last night was the big uh, Super Bowl media night, whatever. I didn't really watch much of it. it Let was- me ask you this. You guys are on social media more than me, but now YouTube has just become the video. I feel like it's the video version of Twitter. A lot that y'all talk about I have seen on there, either the form of the shorts or the other stuff. But – with the advent of super of, of social media, it's made the silly media day irrelevant. We see that kind of stuff all the time. The athletes do it unprompted. Yeah, that's fair. Tell you what their favorite songs or meals or, you know, dream dates, all that good stuff. So, and the problem when you do this, it's always somebody always tiptoes too far and trying to be funny, and it ends up going off the rails, like asking a, you know, a coach who's got a five-year-old daughter who she can date on the team. I mean, it's stupidness. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, um, yeah, there were a lot of those last night, but you know, it's 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 also work for people who go to the Super Bowl and they get a lot of their sound or you know sure. quotes, and then they 100%. write their hundred percent stories for the week. Most of it is that then it's they can on go a, drink the whole well, and it's on us for we <laughs> what we do is then we popularize all the offbeat yeah. when really ninety percent of it, to your yeah. point, is getting the specific storyline for whatever story Certain you're working. Guys on. that you know you really never talk to, or yep. you know that you get an opportunity to spend a little time with and get to know them and. Yeah, it's, so it's 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 cool, man. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of bunch of. I happened to watch last night when Sal Pal, our friend Sal Pal, was on the podium, and it wasn't his best um, element. I don't. He's because he was you know shouting and yelling, and he had uh, which I'm all for, by the way. He had um, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Chris Jones, and Brandon Graham. So he had all up on the podium and. He talked to uh, Mahomes and Hurts about the historical element of this Super Bowl that we have sure. two uh, black quarterbacks starting for the first time. Yeah, I heard a story about you from the kids yesterday in class that you were hobnobbing around UNF this uh, weekend. Is that true? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, um, I went to the game. Oh, you did go to the game? Yeah. That's, I saw you, I saw you uh, dancing with someone. Who was well, that? He's a dancer. Was right? that? We were... Or you were you were getting down with somebody I, on video? I saw. Oh, I got to see the video too. Oh, I don't okay. Know what you're talking about. Oh, wow! It was right courtside. I think down uh-huh. there. On the Scandal. Floor. We're going TMZ. No, yeah. and no. so oh, so you went to the game. How was it? Amazing. I yeah, told you, didn't I? Man, that, uh, it's a cool I, atmosphere. What? Isn't it? it was yeah. an amazing. Good for you. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm glad you went. I, I threatened to go. My threat went unheeded. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't run into you at yeah, the game. I didn't run into him. Oh, there. okay. All right. You were if it, making about. In, in all honesty, if he had texted me he was gone, then uh-huh. I would have gone. It's kind of in no man's land. Maybe not. I'm glad you did. <laughs> and I hurt his feelings. So yeah. never mind. I should just quit while I was behind. All right. Quit while I was behind. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, but yeah, so that was cool. But the yeah, the kid, because you know, a lot of those kids in the art class went to the game on sure. Saturday night. and. Got a kick out of it. And so. UNF's kind of gotten hot here all of a sudden, so we'll see how that uh, A-Sun schedule plays plays down the stretch. Um, yeah, I said earlier today when I got here, thanks you for did. being here. You got a little uh, early one, today. Uh, one of the interesting, early start. Yeah, 6 a.m., like every oh, every day. Wow. Um, one of the interesting things about this job going day-to-day. Why do the Gators play Wednesday nights? Sometimes it's Wednesday, sometimes it's Tuesday. It's like every Wednesday, dude. They don't play We've Tuesdays. had some Tuesdays. Yeah, we have. We've had a couple. Anyway. Been like five in a row, but anyway. Continue. All right. I don't want to argue. Does that matter? What's the difference? I don't want to, it fits better into you my schedule tonight? if they yeah. play tonight. I got the Hawks tonight at the Pels, so I can just push it till tomorrow. Um, 
But one of the cool things about this job, one of the interesting things about this job is you, you can leave, you know, and come back 20 hours later and there'll be some question pop up that you would have never even thought was a question yet. It, it becomes one. And I kind of thought okay. that I thought that happened yesterday. ET, you got uh, Christian Kirk with Kay Adams yesterday. So Christian Kirk is on Kay Adams FanDuel show, right? Sweet Kay Adams. Sweet Kay Adams. Love, lovely last doing her thing there for uh, FanDuel TV. Wonderful. And had the Jaguars receiver uh, on. And he, he said this, and it made me think of a question that I never really thought of as a question. But here we go. I still feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve. And it's kind of been that way. And, you know, with all the noise and after I signed my deal this offseason, it was, you know, it was the loudest. And then now, you know, especially with the season that I had, you know, started getting real quiet and everybody kind of, you know, kind of hushed a little bit. But I just, uh, I want my respect. You know, I feel like I'm one of the, the best receivers in the NFL. And that's the way I play. That's the chip that I carry on my shoulder. And um, I'm, I'm going to keep earning it. Now, so it leads me to, I mean, look. I it, love the kid. I thought he had a great year. Yeah. I hate the respect yeah. thing. Well, I hate it. It's I'm, low so, hanging, I'm over it. It's low-hanging fruit for our, I, for our for what it. we do. For our industry, it's low-hanging fruit but to, I, I will to say, take that angle. My, the thing I love most about this kid is when I go to the games, and we go early because we do a TV show before the game, and we're on the field. He's always one of the first out. He's, do, he's diligently going through his routine every week. I see him put the work in, so you like kids who – Work hard, stay, you know, keep their nose to the grindstone and get rewarded. And he had his best year. So let me ask awesome. you this. Yeah. As to the, I, I, here's what, I don't, sadden would be way too strong a term. Mm-hmm. But here's what's untrue about what he said. Bro, I don't think you're reading your respect meter right. Tap that thing again. Mm-hmm. And nobody in this town and your fan base around the league. We watched Kevin, Gar- uh, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. who doesn't play. Uh, in the NFL mm-hmm. on a podcast, and he went out of his way unprompted to bring up Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. I think you need to you need to tap that respect meter, man, and 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 recalibrate that. Christian Kirk is respected around the league. He is respected by this fan base. He's respected by the national and local uh, media. Mm-hmm. With, if I ask you, would the Jags have made the playoffs this year? Would Trevor Lawrence had the development he had had they not signed Christian Kirk? Yeah, no, no, right now. So, so yeah, we were now look. With respect comes responsibility. You dropped some big balls, including one in that divisional round that could have made a big difference in the game behind the KC defense. Well, my only other thing I'd say about Christian Kirk, and again, I'm glad to have him. He's earned his contract. He's He was terrific. He is, if I tell you, give me the top five receivers in the, give me the top ten receivers in the NFL, will Christian Kirk's name come off your lips? No. I don't think so. So that's the goal that you should work. And if this helps keep your chip on your shoulder, then I don't respect you. <laughs> Go get 105 catches next year for 1,400 yards, and then you'll start getting mentioned with the Justin Jeffersons Correct. and the Cheetahs and the Diggs right. and the C.D. Lambs and the you know like I like the kid in Detroit. He can he can say exactly what Christian Kirk said yesterday. Yeah. Well, I was well, and, and, he, I say Amron. Yeah. St. Brown, Brown. Amron Ross St. Brown. Okay. Well, well, had over 100 catches. I know that. Okay. Um, I, I think so. Devonte. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall, yes, sir. From the opening game of the postseason, mm-hmm. has there been a good collection of pass catchers on display from the National Football League? From Kelsey, Kelsey. to Diggs, yeah, to to Jeez. Chase, yeah. to Debo, to yeah. CD Lamb, to the two kids T- on the Eagles. Yeah, all yeah. these guys are not a pretty good. Would, yeah. it, would it surprise you that if I said? Uh, only two players this NFL postseason have more catches than Christian Kirk had this postseason. 
Yes. Yeah, Kelsey had 21. Jamar Chase had 20. Mm-hmm. Chase, by the way, played three games. Yeah. Christian Kirk had 15. Third 15 most. Two games. Good Would game. it surprise you if I told you mm-hmm. there were only two receivers this postseason that had more touchdowns receiving than Christian Kirk? Um. Yeah. Travis Kelsey had three. Dalton Schultz had three. Christian Kirk was in a group of four players. Okay. Including Jamar Chase, including DK Metcalf, who had two. Mm-hmm. So, to that end, he's not considered in that category. Maybe he's speaking to that. Whatever chip or motivation he meets. Yeah, that's but, fine. But I do think the respectometer is peaking a lot higher than he thinks it is. I, I think his, he, he proved his value here. He lived up to the cynicism yeah. of, uh, that may have existed due to the contract. I mean, I like you spinning the, 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 the uh, postseason. Which I'm not is, spinning, and I'm giving you what the numbers were. Okay, well, there's other numbers to give, like what's his longest catch? How many yards per sure. catch did he have? That's Those fair. aren't. I didn't give you yards, but yeah. I gave you catches. And no, I'm saying, but he, you know, Debo 74, Diggs 52, Metcalf 50, uh, Slayton 47, Lamb 46. Uh, I'm going Zay Jones 39. I mean, Kirk was tw- Kirk? Kirk was 12th in yards. Where's his long play? Uh, his long play was 17 yards. Yeah, 65 yards a game. He make that one catch, and it would have been a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I get it. I'm. I'm. I don't want to. I'm not criticizing Christian Kirk. I'm. He was everything. We exactly what we needed. Exactly what we needed. Sure. And the team went out and got Calvin Ridley. So well, and and he knows that. And here's something else that's that happened. may that may here's be a, a part of it. Here's something else that's happened. Right. The Eagles might would trade might trade Higgins. Jags fan base. Let's get T Higgins. Right. The Chargers may cut Keenan Allen. Yeah. Jags fan base. Let's get Keenan Allen. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins wants to be traded to the Jags. Let's get DeAndre Hopkins. You know, perhaps he's aware of some of that That's fair. narrative as well. Put some respect on my name. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I just, I guess my bigger point from him saying that, and again, that's what players say. These guys, what they th- that's how they are, man. I got no, hey. and you need a chip. You need motivation. Listen, I'll say this. Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, both could catch 100. Torrey Holt, no, Isaac Ruth, both could catch 100. Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell could both potentially catch 100. Calvin Ridley's coming in. Both of you go catch 100. This offense is going to make a massive leap statistically. It just is. It's the second year with Peters and the second year of all of them in it. A lot of continuity. Yes. We're going to see a big jump up next year. There will be a lot of young cats that come available in the next few years that would love to play here. You agree with that? Yes. And that also keeps you nice and, you know, fortified for sure. That's the Trevor factor. You want to do ETN? Yes. Or do you want to actually, do we, should we talk a little bit about the golf first yesterday, the beautiful golf course yesterday? It was a wonderful we had. Time. It was a beautiful day. Yes. You know, got to get out there. Shout out to our uh, caddy yesterday, Charlo. That's an interesting name. Charlo was cool, Charlo. man. Charlo. Charlo's a good dude. Yeah, very good dude. Hooked us up, you know, and then got us around uh, the course. I enjoyed just hanging out with Charlo. Yeah. Good. good. I, it, was a, it was a good day of, uh, you know, golf and mm-hmm. fellowship. Yeah, we got. I only could play nine. Yeah, that sucked. Which so I, you went off to your class, which is that like was a, a tactical error on my big part. time, man. Yeah, I mean totally tactical error is maybe underselling it just a little bit. Yeah, I was disappointed in myself. Yeah. So anyway, I had a good time with Gary and and Zach, who both work for the, the tour out there, do different things. Yeah. One is social and, and One's digital. Corn ferry. That's Gary, and then Zach. Um, He's a corn ferry guy. Correct. Yeah. So. And it was good. It was good. Good round. And um, I played okay. People always ask, "How'd you play?" I yeah. shot eighty four. What did you do on seventeen? The white, uh, which I didn't get to play. Yeah. What did you do? Push the right one just right of the green, and then the and and just kind of splashed, and then I hit the second one pin high right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they had the pin tucked over on Sunday, way right, and the wind was mm-hmm. whipping hard right to left. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go at the flag, which I'm going to go do there, you got to you literally have to play it out over the water and let it help kind of bend it back. So my eight iron came through for you. Put it in the water is what you tell no, me. No, it ended up hitting the seven. Oh, you didn't use my eight. We iron. backed up to the pro distance. Oh, okay. yeah. So it wasn't playing one twenty five. We oh, played okay. it like one forty two, I think. Oh, good. One into some wind. So, um, what was your best day. shot of the day? Um. You know that's good. That's a. That's what was your best that's shot a, that's of the a day? Good question. I had a lot that were similar. I um. I have to think about that for a second. All right. It's going to be an, uh, you know one of the approaches. Because somewhere. I only had about four of them. I would say yeah. my out of the bunker shot on number eight. I'll tell you what I didn't save par. This was is my well. Best I'll shot answer it like this. Like, this is why I shot eighty four. Yeah. I didn't have a great memorable shot. I played solid. You know, out there you're going to make. Uh, Did you make a big putt? You didn't make a big putt when I was with you. Not, no, not a I, I, no, yeah, I made a. Did you have a nice chip? I had a couple. I just mm-hmm. was solid. You know, okay. Like I said, if I'd have really done, you know, I, I just had a lot of uh, just, you know. Okay. If you get, I made more doubles. You take away the three or four doubles that you make there if you hit it in that rough. You get oh, some that trouble. rough is a B. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's it's for real. Don't it's know how to real. hit out of it. But brunch for the tour will be good today because, you know, there's something interesting about this elevated status I started thinking about. Is the players really any different from the other elevated events as far as the strength of field? I don't know. Like, forever, it was just, listen, it doesn't matter. If the best golfers are going to be here, that's what the audience is lucky to have. So, if mm-hmm. if there are other fields that can match what's here, it doesn't matter if this is the best you can have. But I wonder with these elevated fields, if it's, I mean, you saw who's in this thing, right? McElroy, Scheffler, Rom, Cantley, Shoffley, Morikawa, Thomas, Patrick, Hovland, Homa, Finau, Kim, Burns, Young, Spieth, you know. Oh, yeah. All are there for the— Let's go. What an event this has become. Phoenix did a hell of a job, didn't they? Put it yes. on Super Bowl weekend. It leads into the Super Bowl even on years where it's not in their backyard, which this year And is. they have the iconic hole. Yeah. They've they turned it into the, that. The fun. And it's called—remember last year it took a, it ratcheted up to a whole new level. What you going to say now, Liv? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll play ETN week right, when we return. It. We need a guest Google judge, 641-1010. Come on. Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday. Now, down. Get that junk out of here. Uh, let's see. Guggen Paul. Paulie. Join us on the Farah and Farah phone lines. It occurs to me, I almost feel like we're starting to build in like a little bit of a... It's like you get to go to the driving range, and I just got to go step to the first tee when you do downtime leading right into ETN. It's like... You, Oh. You get warmed up a little bit. Well, you get you your do. brain going. You get your you elo- get your eloquence stated. Uh, you've told me you've been here for an hour yeah. warming up. Well, that's fair too. <laughs> that's fair. Too. I got to uh, catch up. Okay. Well, Paul, I got to run a few sprints. Uh, Paul will be the judge of that as we play ET. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Paul. Good, good morning, gentlemen. All right, here we go. ET will be our uh, MC. He Paul loves, has loves won a prize way. pack. Is that correct? What's ET? he getting? ET. What are we giving him? Oh, I'm sending Paola. Paul. I'm sending Paul. <laughs> I'm sending Paul to. Uh, the the next era, Energy 250 at Daytona Speedway on Friday, February 17th. Feel the thunder. I actually did a little NASCAR research, which probably never make the show, but nonetheless, it was done. You have it in your back yeah. pocket. Yeah. What's well, there? A knowledge, you know. <laughs> Just don't start Round with an NASCAR one. question. We've when been... are we going to knock out the Super Bowls? What day are we going to do that this oh, week? Gosh, flex, we our, flex our muscle on that one. I'll be a Friday advance. All right. We've been playing a clip this morning about uh, Christian Kurt feeling that he's, you know, he's disrespected. For those who haven't heard, here we go. I still feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve. And it's kind of been that way. And, you know, with all the noise and after I signed my deal this offseason, it was, you know, it was the loudest. And then now, you know, especially with the season that I had.
And that's the gist of it. So, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you too, uh, and I'm going to widen it a bit. Uh, who is, in your opinion, the most disrespected player in the NFL? Obviously, well, Christian Kirk feels that as well, him. Well, first to Christian Kirk, I would say this about the Christian Kirk comment yesterday. Both can be true. You can be very well respected and yet not be one of the best receivers in the NFL. The best receivers in the NFL teams game uh, game plan for. They they get the ball and produce no matter what the deep. You know what I'm saying? So both can be true. But he again, just tap that respect meter. Um, I, I think that Christian Kirk is is you know more than respected in the NFL. Now, as to who is what, what how exactly did you you phrase the question? Who's the most disrespected player in the NFL? Hmm. I guess by asking that question, you're asking me who's like the most underrated, who's yeah. not getting the accolades for, yep. uh, for what they do. <laughs> wow, that's that's a tough one in today's NFL where everyone's playing fantasy football and every game's on TV. Right. I mean, these these skill position players, you know, play to what they are. I think I, I don't I don't know if there's anybody out there that's just you know being you know severely tamped down by any stretch. So, um, how about? This is hard. It's a hard. It's a hard argument to make. I mean, I I would say this. I would say before we got into the postseason, we took a good hard look that not many would have Hassan Reddick with 17 sacks on the the best defense in the league. League. All right, um, I'll take two tacks. I'll throw a couple out there. Um, I always like to think about the Madden ratings. If for some reason I remember Mike Evans getting dissed on his Madden ratings, so he got a low Madden rating. He was ticked about it. And if you go look at what Mike Evans does year in and year out, the, the touchdowns he got, you know, he was, I think he was second in the league a couple years ago. Uh, so Mike Evans is one who sticks out. And then a guy who got annihilated, and this is a different kind of disrespect, but a guy who got annihilated this year and has had a really great career, but he was stunk this year, so it was kind of deserved, was Russell Wilson. But I mean, Russell Wilson has a heck of a resume, and he was treated like a, like a, Backup quarterback being forced into action. So, in that different respect, he was disrespected. Dan, you had me into a Russell Wilson. Come on, winner Jeff. Oops. I was, it was a different tack. I thought I thought of one offensively. Now, by the uh, end of the year, he may have become that. But Josh Jacobs is probably the guy. He led the league in rushing. No one puts him in the category of that's top two or three players. Mm-hmm. That's Round one you kind of need to think about a little bit. That's hard to correct. Top oh, yeah. Head, right? That was good. Talk yourself into good that. Good question, E. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I saw thought this. I went dug deep there, but apparently I <laughs> Russell Wilson. made a bad turn. <laughs> I saw this one on 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 the Twitter. This question, and yeah. uh, Jeff, you've been diving into the YouTube and the YouTube short, so you can uh, kind of okay. you, you'll get a feel. YouTube for this. advantage. <laughs> so I doubt uh, it. not over Twitter, you Twitter heads. What sports moment that occurred pre-Twitter? Uh-huh. So that's July 2006 would cause chaos on the app today. So what would have broken the ah. internet? I talk about this all the time. I'm glad you asked me this. I'll say it really quickly, but imagine this happening in today's day and age. Babe Ruth, Mm -hmm. greatest baseball player of all time. Sultan of Swat, the Bambino, Slugger, uh, Game 7, World Series, St. Louis Cardinals, New York Yankees. Babe Ruth gets two outs. Yankees down one. They need to score to tie this game. He, he, He walks to first base. He's at first base, two outs, bottom of the ninth, Game 7, the World Series. The fat A tries to steal second base and gets hosed. He's out. World Series over. Champion Cardinals. If that happened in today's day and age, my God, they would have they would have went crazy. So that's my one. That 
That it's a true was, story. That would certainly lead <laughs> Sports Center. I think you're giving too much credit to what really drives the social media frenzy. And so I got a winner. Is as poor a decision that was from a sports mm. strategy standpoint, what would have broken Twitter would have been the malice at the palace. Oh gosh. <laughs> when Ron Artest oh, and, and and Pacers team went into the stands in Detroit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have broken Twitter. Oh, Dan, you're making it hard on me. I, it's, it can't be a sweet, but come on, winner Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. I, on. I stand by my Babe Ruth. I thought it was a great story, historical perspective, I f- I, I feel, great context. I, f- I feel like the judge is like saying, now, listen to the defense. I don't like this guy, but you're making it <laughs> awful hard for me not to – Allow your objection. <laughs> I like digging out of a hole. Uh, yes, you do. I love it. Saw a movie yesterday, Dig. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been digging into this golf thing a oh, lot lately. Oh, yes, you have. And um, I found myself looking at some of Tiger's best shots. You right? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, <laughs> keep you busy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll keep you busy. So, Jenna, I'm going to ask y'all, what is well, – I know it's tough, but what's one of y'all's favorite Tiger Woods shots? There, you know, there's three or four. This has come up through the years. I think there's just there's not a better brand image through the video and film than what he did at the Masters when he chipped in from behind the 16th green. The ball trickled slowly the whole way. He had to have it. It wasn't a throwaway shot, and it rolled. And it hung right on the lip, perfect for a Nike ad. And then fell in, and the place went crazy, and he went crazy, and he went on to win the Masters. I, and he's had a bunch of good ones, and Dan's going to give you some more compelling ones. But to me, that's that's the one that I will always remember uh, associated with Tiger among. If you ask me, I could come up with a dozen. Yeah, you can, and, and that's a good one from an advertising standpoint. But this will at least get me on the board uh, better than most. I mean, it's it's classic. It's iconic. He won that tournament. He the putt he made on 17 where it rolled and it rolled and it went left and it went right and it went left and it went right and went right in the cup and the place exploded uh at at right here in, in Jacksonville yeah. to me is the one that stands out but you you could you could literally give dozens but that still is that's the one that they play when they talk about tiger yeah tons of tons of tiger moments participation trophy dan winner dan uh, I will say this: the two that if, you know, the one they always talk about is that Canadian open yeah, shot and, over and, in the darkness and, and, out of the bunker from two whatever right. to about three over feet. the bunker out of yeah. the bunker over a bunker to yeah. short pin. But he also hit another very memorable shot when he was tr- uh, one of his comebacks. When he wasn't playing great. Mm-hmm. He played in Mexico, one of those mm-hmm. deals, and he hit a slice from out of the woods all yeah. the way. A second shot on a par five and hit about I five think it, feet. I think better than most is because it, it's tagged that way. But to me, winning the. Uh, the putt that he had to have to get into a playoff yeah, with Rocco yeah. uh, uh, is the one that stands I, out. To me, the marketing so. was a, was a was just a, a sidebar, though, to that shot. Yeah. I meant that shot and the pressure that came, and he needed a birdie and blown mm. it over the green. So, mm. But there's, like you said, when you win as much as he has. Oof. God, he's given us a lot of memories. Oof. Round four. Thank you, Tiger. <laughs> LeBron James is 36 points. LeBron James! James is 36 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the league, NBA's all-time leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, he sat down with Michael Wilbon and was asked how would he like to break that record, and he says he do- he hasn't really thought about it, mm-hmm. that he knows he doesn't want to break it from the charity strike, from the free throw. <laughs> he probably won't. Good answer, yeah. <laughs> he can control that, can't he? <laughs> 
So, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you, if you could set the stage, if yeah. you were in that situation, yeah. in whatever fashion or form, if yeah. you were going to break a record, mm-hmm. how would you like to break a record like this? Oh, if it was me? Yeah, if it was you. A buzzer beater. Buzzer beater to win. And the record. Bang. I mean, uh, ball gets into my hands with, you know, two seconds left. I go between the legs. I fly into the air high. I soar. I let it rip. I call my shot. I put my hands in the air, swish, game over, we win, and I get the record. That'd be it for me. Well, the reality is, if I play in the NBA, I'd be sitting on career points like seven. Maybe I got seven somewhere along the way. So let me instead play the role of LeBron and tell you the way this has to go. They got the Oklahoma City Thunder at home tonight. LeBron needs 36, okay? I don't need the record, even if it's a game winner, to come with, you know, Josh Giddy charging at him at the three-point line as he rises up and hit. No, I need to wait. And Thursday night, a little team called the Milwaukee Bucks come to town, and I need LeBron to get out on a break with Le- with Giannis attempting to somehow maybe cause a little disruption, and I need that patented tomahawk hawk dunk from uh, LeBron, which would be a signature move with a dunk over Giannis. And because here's one thing that's for sure, this video that Nike in today's is age is going to be going. It's going we're going to see that thing a million times in the next five, 10, 15, 50 years. That's coming. Yes, I I am a Michael Jordan guy, and all I remember of Michael Jordan are the famous buzzer beaters. Winner Dan, buzzer beater. Yeah! Come on! Dig it! Welcome to round five. And if it were me personally also, I'd much much rather end it, break it with a dunk over somebody. Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. And LeBron. I think vintage LeBron is taking it to the basket, though. You know, just pulling his way into into the China shop and scoring. That's, you know, for sure. Best at he won't get the thirty six tonight. He'll wait till Thursday. Why? Because he's home the tonight, box. right? It's better. He's home Thursday too. Back to back home games. I say he does it tonight. Thirty six. He doesn't average. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he will. He I get thirty six re- against. Okay, build it a little bit. Okay, build that. You know, build that drama. Uh, well, to keep it on LeBron, what you know, does- can, real quick, you know what was interesting about that interview with with Wilbon? Wilbon made a really good point, and LeBron just picked on it real quick too. What's interesting about LeBron setting this record is he didn't come in as a score first guy. He, he didn't ever want to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he and, and LeBron said, you know, I had goals to be, a, you know, an all-star, mm-hmm. an MVP, all these things. I never had a goal to be the all-time leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Right. And by the way, you're allowed to like both Jordan and LeBron, for the record. Anybody out there is on the fence. So that being said, Jeff, what um, LeBron breaking this record, what does this do for his legacy? Well, I, you know what? At the end of the day, LeBron's legacy is always going to be measured LeBron v. Jordan. I, he can set this record and go set the assist record. Unless he piles on about three more titles, he ain't passing this guy's opinion of who's the best, Jordan v. LeBron. Jordan's the man. He went 6-0. and oh. He was the finals MVP every time. Never played seven games in the finals. If Jordan, you know, was compelled to, to do anything statistically or otherwise, I imagine he could have gotten there. I miss LeBron going to play in minor league baseball for a couple of years, but not to detract from LeBron. This will just cement where he is. You know, some, especially the younger, will find him to be the number one player of all time. The rest of us will even admit that he's number two. And and, and it's not just going to be the all-time leading scorer. He's going to be top five all-time in assists, which is really kind of amazing. Yeah, but a lot of that's longevity's sake. He's a great player. There's no question about it. But uh, he, And he's on the Mount Rushmore. I don't necessarily think he's number two. But, you know, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Again, MJ, go, to, go back to North Carolina. Go back to the baby blues. Go back to... You know, him hitting the 
him hitting a game winner to win an NCAA championship. I mean, uh, go back to the joke that the only man who could hold Michael Jordan under 20 points a game was Dean Smith. Uh, take that part of it and then move into Chicago and watch him work his way up. Watch him go into Boston Garden and score all those points against Larry Bird and the Celtics and you know try to get past those guys and then try to get past the Pistons. And then once they got to the finals, the dude just didn't lose. Sick as a dog, making baskets, beating the Cavs and Elo. I mean, there's you again, you want to talk about Tiger Woods? Well, Michael Jordan, we couldn't rattle off 100 shots of his that were uh, that we remember. Yeah, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. LeBron is, is great, but Jordan proved his GOATness by paying to have the Charlotte Hornets on ESPN on the nights where LeBron might beat the record. So, with that... Dan, I'm with you. It was always the mogul. Winner Dan! Yeah! I knew that. that was oh, awesome. yeah! Paul's a bugger. Crank way. it up! We dug it out, Paulie! Paul's a liar. And Dan uh, flexed this yeah. last week after the Larry thing. This, this is preordained what happened here today. And Paul's a <laughs> and, and by the way, pa- Paul's a liar. That, and here's why. What? If I ask what? you to think of Michael Jordan plays in history, what? okay? You think of the dunk. What? You think of going up over the Knicks and starts dunking on people. Let's you drink. You don't think of the two game winners. Do you had. want some? It's cinnamon. Hey, hey, Paul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to just leave it at that. Fireball. Paul can't drink fireball. You hoop for you. You hoop for you, Paul. You jackass. Oh, Destroy come on. Destroy the integrity of this. Oh, no. Destroy the, the integrity. It's always the mogul. Always the mogul. You want to come get an always autograph, the mogul. Paulie? You yeah, Paulie Stan. We got Woo! a new one for. We got Paulie Stan yeah, from Saint Augustine. Uh, yes, uh, a, a judge fraud uh, in the history. In the history for of what fraud. I went through last week. Yeah. He, Unbelievable. You, you hung up, did you, you sissy? Uh. <laughs> got my horns playing here. A.J. Green announced his retirement yesterday. It got me looking back at the 2011 draft that was oh so good, minus what the Jags did and the Titans. But if you think about this group, how many Hall of Famers are in this group, Jeff? Cam Newton, Von Miller, Marcel Darius, A.J. Green. These are the these are the draft picks in order. Patrick Peterson, Julio Jones. Alden Smith, Jake Locker. Uh, the Cowboys took Tyron Smith, Wayne Gabbert. Houston took J.J. Watt, Christian Ponder. Detroit took Nick Fairley, then uh, three more Pro Bowlers, Robert Quinn, Mike Pouncey, and Ryan Kerrigan. Robert that's, Quinn might be a Hall of Famer. That's 16. And then Cam Jordan at 24. Um, Cam Hayward at 31. I mean, There's five, six, seven in that list. Andy Dalton at thirty-five. Oh. I mean, it was uh, Randall Cobb went, Justin Houston, Demarco Murray, these guys, Jarrell Casey. I mean, some incredible football players in that draft, man. I mean, just Richard Sherman went in the fifth round that year. Uh, wow. So, Jason Kelsey. Is Jason Kelsey a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Sixth round pick. I have to look. I by the know. Eagles. I don't know the all pros, pro bowls. That's how they'll do those interior linemen. I mean, that's. If he wins the second Super Bowl, right? It should matter. Yeah. So, anyway, it's, a, it's an incredible. If he wins that second Super Bowl and puts on that outfit again. 
Those guys are certainly riding their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. Kelsey Brothers. I mean, oh. they had some already. I oh, mean, right. His brother is obviously a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what a draft that was. Yeah, for sure. And whatever. They're, well, they're the old Jags stuck in the middle with a terrible Well, the pick three quarterbacks the... taken, Locker, Gabbert, and Ponder. Yeah, that's what happens when you rush that quarterback when you have to do it. We traded happens up. every year. We traded up. Gosh, almighty. Uh, two uncomfortable uh, media moments that reminded me of us, which I enjoyed yesterday. Uh, Dan Patrick had J.J. Watt on. All right. He was peppering him a little bit about Kyler Murray. Okay. J.J. Watt wasn't playing. Okay. So he changed the subject, and Dan sort of dug in his heels a little bit, and J.J. Watt just wasn't going there. I mean, J.J. Watt's like, I got up early for this. Yeah. His hairs are all disheveled. That's fair, and, it, and you know what? If they don't want, you got to move on there. Yeah, and Dan, and in fairness, Patrick, that's normally he would. He usually yeah. pretty good at reading those cues. A little bit, of, it's not I want, worth it. What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to make a guy tell you what he doesn't want to tell you. That's, it wasn't awful, but it was a little yeah, bit of uncomfortable I hear, I hear. avenue. Well, there, listen, don't yeah. forget. Yeah, it was the Dan Patrick show who had the episode with Kyler Murray pre-draft. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about his maturity level. Yeah. So they've kind of been on the, yeah. we saw something here. I guess his dad was on Radio Row with him and that kind of thing. I don't, was, I don't remember the exact. Dan kept saying how easy it, it got to. It got to this point. I'll give you an example. With J.J. Watt? Yeah. Dan kept saying, you know, listen, it was easy for him in high school. And 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 and, and then J.J. goes, was it easy for him in college? And he goes, yeah, it's Oklahoma. And he goes, it's so easy. Do you do it? I've had. I've had as many surgeries as you've had. You have? How many surgeries have you had, Dan? Uh, oh, I got my shoulder. You, you rattle yeah, off you seven. You and JJ's like, yeah, you're not close. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it was one of those types. So it was sort of uncomfortable. But then the, the best one was the Stephen A. J. Will one. I missed that Which one. they don't like each other, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. Jason Williams, you mean? Yes. Or? Okay. Steve, did you see that, E? I haven't, no. All right. Stephen A., and, and you can find it if you want to, and we can play a snippet of it. Uh, uh, Jason Williams. This media on media violence has become I'm, fascinating. I'm, it happens just, I mean, we just I feel had like the, we started that trend. <laughs> well, we've hated each other for a long time, in fairness. <laughs> Jason, Jason Williams is kind of defending Kyrie. And, man, Stephen A. was yeah. having none it's of it. It's indefensible, so I get yeah. how you'd. And, and, and then they turned. It got personal, and it was like, well, you, you, you know, what do you mean you don't, you don't get per? I, what, I didn't, and, you know, Stephen A., he gets elevated quickly. And Jay, Jason Williams hmm, guys is like that. kind of a quiet, kind of meek in okay. a way. All right. Um, so, yeah, if you can find a clip of that one, E, that'll be good. Um, because that that they just went at it, man. It was uh, it was good. And he uh, it, Stephen A. was having none of it. And even uh, the, the I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know her name. Uh, who used to be married Molly to Jay, Quarum. Molly Quarum. Jumped in and she's like, "All right, let's not make this personal." You know, it was yeah. kind of, it was kind of like, "Oh," yeah. and and uh, and our other guy, <laughs> who's the guy that Scotty Van Pelt talks to all the time? He was a shooter. Legler. Legler was sitting there just not knowing what to do or something. Yeah, out of this, yeah, he didn't, he didn't jump in for nothing. So I mean, was, I, what's odd about Kyrie is the, 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 how well the people speak of him when he leaves. It's strange. I don't, maybe they're just playing the game. I don't yeah. know, but there's some that like little. I mean, that's a brother and a teammate. I wish him well. It's just yeah. the business. Even his coach. I mean, Kyrie was a joy to coach. Yada yada yada. I wish him well. I, it's just strange. Hey, I threw an uh, offbeat one-to-one financial poll question of the day up yesterday. Okay, and then remind me because I yesterday's we'll, interesting media moment to me came right. uh, oh, okay. via, via a podcast. Uh, best streaming service right now. 
Best streaming service. Netflix, right. Prime Video, HBO Max, Disney Plus are the four I threw out there. 600 plus well, votes. Look in. at you coming in with a streaming service question. Yeah, I just was I mean, curious because I, you know, I have all these streaming services. I, I think thought of the answer. Will and there be, are other ones. There's yeah. Hulu and Apple sure. TV. And a lot of people told me those. I thought you just said who, you didn't. Know no, who I said Hulu Netflix, or? Prime Video, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. I think that. Um, oh, that's a that's a that's a t- that's probably going to be split. Everyone has it their favorites. Split. I would think that Prime would win because they've got the NFL package. They're audience. in third. Probably third. Yeah. Is Netflix still one or is it yeah. Disney? Netflix. No, Disney's last. Okay, good. And I only got negatives on Disney. Good. I didn't get a lot of positives now. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't have the Disney. I'll never get it. Um, I think if you have kids, you probably get Disney, don't you? Or no? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Netflix is 36.4. HBO Max, 30.2. Uh, over 600 votes. Prime Video, 19.4. And Disney Plus, 14. I guess probably Prime is still lags behind the others when it comes to. Somebody said, what about the 1010 app? Well, that's another I good said, one. I should have put Shame that you on. didn't put that in there. Did you? Uh, did you? Do you have that clip procured? All right, here's Stephen A. and Kyrie, Ugh, and then it's you make me cringe. You're gonna give me a cringe. No, cringer? no. It's, right. But I like. I like that stuff. Okay. Can I get in there? Go ahead. Can I have a single shot? Sure. Can I request a single shot like you for a second. Sure. I want everybody to know Stephen A. Smith is the best in the game of television. He is the best in the game of television. This was the part I heard. I wanted to say that I first heard. off, SA, <laughs> because I watched you when you opened the show. I know who you are. I know when you get passionate about things. I know when you say things with conviction. Your star, your opening line of the show was, you know, Aaron Rodgers, my guy, man, this, ah, you know, it's tough. It's my guy, he's, he's a liar. So it's not just what you say, because you did call him a liar, but brother, how you say things matter. So when I hear you spit venom with energy and passion, and when I hear you say that ah, he's a liar, I wouldn't have said it like that. Because if I put myself in Stephen A. Smith's body, I would have said, he looked people in the eye and he lied. He flat out lied. He said, yes, I am immunized. I am. And then I feel, you know, I understand people, those guys, not referring to himself as one of those guys, those guys. He was one of those guys. So that this energy that Rogers. you start the conversation with, it this matters to people yeah, like me. Because you know why? You set the tone for this network yeah. for thousands You're of people this that part. watch. That's not, the, that's not the part I heard. It was it was a back and forth contentious. I'll find it later and we'll play it later. Uh, it's on the text you? line. Somebody yeah. just sent it on the text line. Okay. No, I, I if you know the answer to this, don't say it. Let the riddle play out for those that okay. are listening right now. Okay? I love a riddle. Uh, but Tom Brady has now turned his attention to his Let's Go podcast. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, uh one of Brady's first guests yesterday mm-hmm. had this to say about Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the greatest. The greatest player. Greatest career. Such a great, great person. It was an honor for me to work with Tom. Um, I guess it's got to end at some point, but he's the greatest one ever. Congratulations, Tom. Mm-hmm. That was Bill Belichick. Belly. Just in case you were wondering. Tom uh, made news yesterday because he said, I'm not going to Fox till 2024. Yeah. I want to practice. I want a year that I can just, you know, sail the world and find women. said, I want to practice. Probably what he's doing, huh? Yeah, he'd be practicing all right. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, that'll do it to it for the 10-minute drill. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're cruising like along it. here. We got uh, br- uh, brunch of the tour coming up. I think he up. said he wanted to give out another prize pack. Wow, that's what he does. He's okay. a giver. Yeah, I'm out here giving away things. Yeah. But this time I got a pair of tickets to the Players' Championship Military Appreciation Concert on Tuesday, March 7th, plus a $50 gift card to ABBQ. But y'all know what y'all got to do. Y'all better be kind and y'all better be courteous. Mm, I like it. I, I like hang it. hang up on 6, you. 641 right now. Uh, and you can pick that up. We'll back with the 8 o'clock hour next. Yes, sir! 
sir. Good morning, Jacksonville. It's 810. Yeah, I mentioned John Morant in downtime. What did you make of the situation with John, what Shannon Sharp had to say? Uncle Shannon's absolutely right, man. He's right about that? Man, you well, work- tell folks what happened. Yeah, so Ja was there was in a his rough car. There was it, a- it started Nimhard and Ja got into it on the floor. The game got contentious. Uh-huh. One of Ja's posse went out on the floor during the game. Then the game ends, and they go out, and their Jaws group is leaving the game, mm-hmm. and the Pacers personnel see a red laser pointer around them and that they maintain was coming off a gun from a car that Jaw was in. Right. That's, that's yeah. NBA, of course, beyond a red We can't corroborate right. it. And I can see that. Right. I so, mean, you could just say it could just, you know, there could be a laser pointer, but still. It's so just, Shannon Sharp, who, you know, is, is open to criticisms at times, took it upon himself to, you know, say, Jai, Stop that. First off, you're not a tough guy. You're not You're not like that. And, you know, you're also, you're hanging out with the wrong guys, man. Don't be doing that. You're, you work too hard. You're making $200 million, and, and you need to get away from those guys. Josh seemed to have doubled down on it a little bit. So, the thing is, uh, it, it's hard for, for people to, to let go of some people. Mm-hmm. I could kind of understand in Josh's situation, because those are the guys who, like we say, we got it out the mud together. I mean, you know, we were in the sandbox together. Mm-hmm. But then there's a time whenever you make it to, a, like whenever you're in a certain situation, like Ja Morant is, you got to understand, man, we got to move different now. We can't move like that. And if you can't not understand that, then we got to cut ties. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like there's homies that, who 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 rode with me the entire time? Who I won't let go mm-hmm. until it's time for me to let them go. Mm-hmm. So if this is a recurring thing, and not just that situation, but just situations in general where you comprom- you may compromise like what I've built for us. Right. Because if I go down, none of this happens. Right. You mess up the money, like none of this happens. So I'm right. gonna need you to ride correctly. Right. Right. And everything is. I mean, he's assuming if he has a couple guys with him, he's. Paying for those guys or are those it's guys entourage? Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and again, I, I get it. You know, you right. can have your entourage, but understand, don't mess up the money. Forget. Right. It. Let's go beyond messing up the money. Is there not a point to be made with you should not be friends with someone who points guns at people outside? Well, of Well, somebody's got a gun in, in uh, your NBA. You know what I'm saying? Play, I mean, I don't get. Not... I don't care what sandbox we came from. You going back to it? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't. Aren't you endorsing that kind of behavior? If you are a uh, you're a shoe company ready for the John Morant model or or just the NBA itself or fan base in general. Yeah, there's no reason to be pointing a gun. Like, right. Like, that's, that's all. Like, I mean, on, that, this is serious. This ain't they threw eggs at him. Right. right? Or TP'd the house. Uh, I got a daily's double take. By the way, you're welcome. I got the BLTs coming in tomorrow. That is the sandwich of the month. So, you know, we're not going to eat here. All you Googans can head to your daily's dash today. Uh, Dan, get in the back. Hey, del- uh, we should call it the ELT. He loves the BLT. <laughs> ET does. <laughs> I did a double take, man. What What do you think? If you haven't read this story yet, the approximations are in. How many How many dollars, how many U.S. American dollars will be gambled on the Super Bowl? How many dollars, how many American dollars will be gambled on the Super Bowl uh, in, in a survey I'm released say, by the American Gaming Association? I'm going to go, I'm going to throw out a bigger number, a shocking number, a billion dollars. Higher. <laughs> More than a billion dollars. That's correct. Sheesh. Higher. A uh, billion five. Higher. Two. Higher. Three. Higher. Five. Higher. Ten. Higher. A hundred. Lower. <laughs> That's hey, I don't blame you. Uh, Fifty. Lower. Forty. Lower. Thirty. Lower. Twenty. Lower. Fifteen. Higher. 
17, lower, 18, 19, 16. 16 billion dollars. A record, according to the survey, wow. 50 and a half million adults, mm-hmm. roughly 20% of the gambling age population are expected to combine to bet approximately $16 billion on Super Bowl. Well, when you think about it, you do Super Bowl squares and things like that. 57. Does that count? I love the Super Bowl squares. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's gotten to the point, I'll have a nightmare this week about Thursday that it's Super Sunday and I've forgotten to get in a Super Bowl square game. I'm I love squares. Them. Me too. I love the Super Bowl square game. I love it more than playing blackjack at a casino. I love it more than betting on a game. I love Super Bowl squares. Okay. But here's what's also happened. The game has changed, Dan. You no longer bet the spread and the total. You bet, you know, Travis Kelsey to have a touchdown. You bet Jalen Hurts to go over 62 and a half rushing yards. You bet, you know. Color of the Gatorade. All that stuff. But the player props in particular, you know. A.J. Brown over under 88 receiving yards, those kinds of things. So you can load up on uh, all of those as well. So, But even still, look, gambling and the NFL has embraced. It wasn't that long ago, Dan, that they would discipline players. They wouldn't be allowed to hold a fantasy football symposium in Vegas. That was not that long ago. Within the last 10 years, you know, fantasy football expositions had to be shut down. And like guys like Tony Romo and sponsors ordered not to attend. Well, now the league obviously is all in on the game. You can't watch pregame shows. Tonight's DraftKings Spotlight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because of this, ultimately you see effects. Big winners here, the gambling industry. The number of expected Super Bowl bettors is up 61% from last year. Mm. It's now equivalent to how many adults in the U.S. participate in running. Well, Jeff, the winner of the coin toss has not won the Super Bowl since 2013. Wow. So, we've got something going on here. All right? It's bound to win at some point. And we've had five tails and three heads. And that's eight years in a row. The Seahawks, the Panthers, the Falcons, Patriots, the Rams, the Niners, Chiefs, and the Bengals. We've all lost the coin toss. It is now a curse. The winner of the coin toss hasn't won a Super Bowl since 2013. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Something to pay. I guess we should pay more attention. Are you ready for the coin flip? As a visiting team, you will call it, I call neither, sir. (laughs) Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Jalen Hurts? Trevor. Don't we say that dismissively, like like, uh, a no-brainer. Would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? Uh, Trevor, would you would you wouldn't have said that maybe a year ago? Would you rather no. have uh, Trevor Lawrence or Daniel Jones? <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> well, I see, I and I get the 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 chuckling. The reason I'm going in this order is because sometimes if you use the numbers too much, you just come up with the slightly ridiculous. Yeah, and so they want to use this as the definition, but ESPN and their host of analytics experts and evaluators. I've come up with NFL quarterback bargains, ranking best to worst, exploring who gets, you know, and how they are paid. How much of a bargain are they to their team? Okay. And so they break those down into different categories. Established starters, not on rookie deals. Obviously, you know, Trevor doesn't fall into that category. That's Mahomes, Allen, Goff. That's the order of uh, what, you know, how valuable they were this year. But you get to rookie deal starters. The three that I named ahead of Trevor as far as this year's, quote, bargain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, No. Stop it with Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Just stop. They say Justin Fields is better? 
Barely. As the total, you know, as his, as you know, how he compared. Now the reason though is because Fields made four point seven and Trevor made nine point one, so it's it's tied to oh, 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 to your oh. money and how that. Okay. And All the right. reason hurts is number one is he was one point five million. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Kyrie. Oh, it's Kawhi actually. Yeah, Kawhi. Thank, thank you, Kawhi. So anyway, apparently uh, Trevor is. You know, I mean, I guess we should be really l- lucky. He's only the sixth best bargain among the rookie deal guys. Well, poor us. Uh, the rookie deal, uh, yeah, Trev will be eligible for a contract extension after next year, but it won't count against the cap. I remember uh, one of the capologists telling me until a couple years after The that. best bargain, uh, they say Jalen Hurts in an ideal spot, play yeah, with great a second-round pick. Too. Correct. I mean, and that's the, money, the other thing. One-point money. Yeah. The worst bargain, Zach Wilson, who went number two overall, oh. got paid a lot, and he's terrible. Who gets paid next? What can they expect? Yeah, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Uh, Hurts. Hurts is coming, games. too. Uh, they say they say Hertz is going to get the Hertz is next. He's a year oh, yeah. ahead of those guys. Sal Pal asked how fifty million a year. They're saying Sal Pal asked Howie Roseman about him last night, and or not Howie Roseman, but the owner. Um, and Lurie. the huh Lurie, yeah, and the owner was like, eh, you know, we'll we'll talk about it, but yeah, he's our quarterback. We're not in the market for a quarterback. Yeah, no, how, yeah. so it'll be interesting. All right, let's take a break. We got brunch of the tour on deck. Uh, we got the Lock Law High School report later in the show. So uh, it's a Super Tuesday here on the drill. Hold on a second. Woo! It's excited. He learned this morning that he picked Justin Rose this <laughs> no, week's winner. Not this morning. He learned 10 seconds. Yeah, and I also learned 10 seconds Woo! ago that I actually had Keith Mitchell. I don't even remember taking. So that's awesome. Good for me. Um, good for us. Hello, Stewie. Hello, boys. What's happening? Great to see you again. Yeah. I have a question about this. day at TPC Sawgrass. Oh, it was awesome. Well, oh, thanks for having day. us out. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. It was a great time. You put us with two good dudes from the tour. We had a yeah. good time with those guys. Mm-hmm. So That's right. Well, it couldn't have been any better. Looking forward to to the guys who really know how to get around that Correct. golf course getting here. Man. Four weeks. It's almost here. We took ourselves out of running for the, quote, Goldman, as prestigious as it is, when we bucked all tradition and just played our own ball. <laughs> <laughs> I need, so wait, I'm not going to lie. How many holes did Hicken make it through? Nine. nine. He, had to, he had to leave after nine. God. Had to go teach. Had to go, professor life. had to go mold young minds. What can you do? Uh, create this next generation of sports media stars. Yeah, I played terribly, too. But I had a, good, I had a par on eight, so I was happy. There you go. Yeah, hit it in the bunker. Hit one of the best bunker shots I've ever hit. I think we may have beer frame number eight. I think we may have all made a par on that one. I think you're right. Yeah, which yeah. we didn't do. Because the one dude made a real – Zach made that huge long one. Remember? Yes. All up the hill. Yeah. Sneaky one of the best par threes on tour. By the way, I was thinking of this uh, <laughs> when I left. This this will this will demonstrate to you what a poor golfer I am in another way. <laughs> but it, it did strike me. And you you could do this, Jeff, and you would have a much different number. But I said, I said, you know, uh, I've been the 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 tour has been gracious enough to invite us out for media day. I've been going out there for I don't know thirty plus years and getting to play around. I've played yeah. it a few other times. I bet I've played it forty times. Okay, the stadium course, mm-hmm. right? Which is yep. awesome. Yep. <laughs> I was thinking, what is my if I took my best number on every hole, what would my score be? I started thinking. I said, well, I remember I, I did birdie 17 one time. I don't know if you were there. Oh, humble yeah, brag. Yeah, I was. I played with yeah. humble brag. You did it with that. Uh, no, no, there's no humble brag. <laughs> he, did it with the, he did it with the, I gave him this little seven wood years ago. Yeah, and he flopped it up there. Seven wood, huh? Yeah. Seven wood nice. is that thing up It was there. windy, though, and then I hit a, no, wind, a, a winder yeah. Yeah, yeah. up putt. Yeah. Great putt. Yeah, it was a good putt. So it was a two there. I remember that. Um, and then I, I'm like, I don't. I doubt I've birdied any other hole there. I mean, no, no chance, right? I don't know. Maybe once. Maybe once. Maybe somewhere. one of the par threes. And then uh, you remember I hit with you. I know I parred uh, three 
one time. I hit a great shot to about eight feet. I might have birdied that one, but it was uh, either birdie or par. Somewhere along the way. Um, and I know I've parred one. But anyway, I was thinking about it. And I go, I damn sure haven't parred every. I bet I have not parred every hole there at least one time. I bet I haven't. Now, I so play, I would yeah. say if I did my my score, my best scores at every hole, I probably still shot about an 82. I'm a little <laughs> curious about which tees, like a seven wood on 17. Now, yeah. I granted it's not. We were playing from where they play, so it was 138, 140. Yeah. And you were an adult when you That's hit the shot. That's what he does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just That's what, what I he does today. He doesn't hit it anymore. Yeah. yeah. He's got yeah. no he distance when, when he you plays were 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. No mm-hmm. distance. No. Yeah. Not a power player. Correct. Mm-hmm. What's our accuracy like? Not good either. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's good. It's short, but it's inaccurate. Not I've seen people hit woods on 17 before. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, the only one. Significantly may have hit one, he, he may have hit one on there yesterday <laughs> if he was still around. Oh, no. oh. When was coming across? I don't know. Oh. We we played it back where the pros played oh, it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We we do, you know, yeah. we don't pay any attention to well, the Well, you play with game. Gary Stover. He's a like yeah. a, he's a good player. Yeah. He, he is, is a good player. Yeah, they yeah. were both they good. Both they were good. Yeah, Did you can I ask this before we move on to Pebble yeah. Beach? Yeah. Did you talk Taylor Montgomery with my guy Zach Durham yes. on the Corn Ferry Tour? He knew all about it. I know. I'm sure. Yeah, Zach he knew all about that story. So um and he said, Yeah, he'll be here. Oh, yeah. And so he was telling me he got – because he had a terrible – Taylor Montgomery, if you don't know, when I, I was vacationing in, in the Bahamas last year and I got to play in that pro-am. It was a long story. I've told it a million times. We got sideways and we're, because the, we didn't know the course was clo- – we didn't know Not that sideways the, drunk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sideways we didn't know lost. We didn't know the Kalik, corn – Shout out Kalik Beer. Yeah, we didn't know the Corn Ferry Tour was there that week. Anyway, they ended up inviting us. We played. It was awesome. Great time. They're good dudes. Love the Corn Ferry Tour. Big believer in it now. KFT, forever. we like to call yeah, it around here. And so played with Taylor Montgomery. Great, great young man. Real He's nice. He's got off to a hot start this year. So he, but the first round, the next day, he played, he shot his first, his first shot went in the woods. He had a terrible round. I think he ended up withdrawing. And then you guys he, killed and him. And then Zach told me the story. They finally convinced him he needed to, he had never been fitted for clubs. Oh, really? This is a guy who grew up with Shadow a father. Creek. Yeah, you tell me his yeah. dad is the pro. The GM at Shadow GM. Creek. He's playing money games with Jordan. Yeah, Can we get but, some- but the dude had never been fitted for clubs, so he got fitted for him, and uh, uh, and uh, uh, he's taken off. He's That's been, incredible. Yeah, so that was kind of a cool story. And then the other thing about Taylor, uh, which which I got, or about the Corn Ferry Tour, which I was shocked about, is Zach said, hey, man, play the uh, other – they do two stops in the Bahamas. Yeah. yeah. What Ab- is the Abaco? Abaco. Yeah. He says Abaco is even Abaco's better. Abaco's incredible. I'm like, how can Ab- how can it be better than what it's I just incre- played? Because where Darren Clark lives, you're that's right. what it's he said. Incredible. Yeah. He yeah. said Darren Clark holds court after. Yeah. He says great. Well, that's so the great that thing about Zach, and I'll, I'll say this, and we'll move on. But like, yeah. he has all these nuggets on these corn fairy guys, stuff yeah. like that. Never yeah. been fitted for clubs. Yeah. And they get to the PGA Tour. You're already we're you all pounce. just like, well, we're like Zach. What do you got? You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. Yeah. Well, so we'll, anyway, and we'll be dudes. putting the, uh, what, that into play with the first timers. By the way, the fitted club will come up when Taylor oh, yes. McGovern joins. Us. I love yes. it. Yes. Right. I had a question. We'll, we'll sum up. Well, let's sum up Pebble Beach first, real quickly. It's it's just it's you always lose a little of your verb when you got to go to the Monday finish. There's just no way around it, right? You like to build to a crescendo in prime time on Sunday of this thing coming to a conclusion. Right. Yeah, and it's a nice, you know, Justin Rose. That's a big climb back he made. This it dude is. was outside the hundred last year. He had one in four years. He he's still a big name in our mind. But what I happened mean, to him? He uh, he started playing golf swing and not golf. Um, I think is the general consensus. That's what really, they said. you know, and he's always been kind of a technical guy, right? And, you know, I mean, I think any outsider could tell you that, that Justin spends a, a good amount of time reading promos and doing sponsored content on his social. And I think you can go down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. doing that as well. And you couple that in with with playing golf swing, which is when you're out there hitting shots and you're 
you know, you're thinking about how flat you are coming into the ball, or you're thinking about your pivot, all this stuff instead mm-hmm. of just hitting shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I think, listen, for where that tournament started early in the week with the field and the weather was just a nightmare in the Monday to have Justin Rose win um, a major champion. I'll, I think I'll give him as good as it could have gone. For I'll them. give him credit to, you know, and, and this show, it shows he's like a different level than those guys that are chasing him. And they're all fine golfers and they're trying to do it. And that experience and that, like you said, he, this guy's won at some world famous sure. venues through yeah. the years, right? Yeah. He's a major champion. He's a, he's a FedEx cup champion. He's won 11 times here. He's won 11 times. I mean, he's a hall of famer, right? If his career right. today is a hall of famer, they were talking about that a little bit. I, I went home and watched, I had, I had DVR to while we were playing. I went home and watched uh, the end of the golf yesterday and they, they were kicking that around at the end. And in my mind, reason that's a no brainer hall of famer. If you ask me, by by golf standards, golf puts people in that I don't think right, are Hall of right. Famers, right? If Lady Watkins is a Hall of Famer, Justin Rose, Justin Rose is a Hall of Famer. Justin Rose, Jim Furyk, similar uh, I'd careers. Furyk's won a I'd lot more. Won a lot, lot more. more. Yeah. Okay, but I bet you Furyk's won twice as many PGA. Really? Tournaments. Yeah, I would oh, agree with that. Wow. I also, th- I mean, Justin Rose, kind of. If you remember, I think it was the '98 Open Championship, the one that uh, Marco Mira won at mm-hmm. maybe Burkdale. <laughs> By the way, if I got all that right, congratulations <laughs> to me. To me. <laughs> um, but that's where he kind of came on the scene as a as a young uh, up and coming teenager and became this like overnight phenom. And then he turns pro and struggled for a while. So he, it took him a, a couple years to to get his footing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I it, listen that Pebbles is, is is kind of a tough spot this year with the designated events coming up. We've talked about it four of the next five weeks. In, um, fa- in fairness, twenty nine professional wins for Jimmy Few and twenty five for Justin Rose. He's won seventeen on PGA Tour. Furyk has. Justin Rose only eleven, but obviously he plays a lot of yeah. European yeah, tour. He's, yeah, and they've but to your point, they've, we'll they've each won Ryder Cups. They've each won yeah. majors. One major, yeah. each, uh, right? They've each won FedEx Cups. I, I said that so earlier. I called him a major champion and not a FedEx Cup champion. So I will, uh, I will update my resume. Yeah, so this is probably <laughs> sure. not a good well, call. We, we had you covered. Yeah, thank you very okay. much for that. Right. Yeah. Good lord. We, we got to keep you. the lights on in the building. So anyway, uh, he right. wins there, and now we go on to this to the elevated event. And yes. so the question I have, we like to say designated. Is it designated? designated? Yeah, we said elevated early, and that didn't go over well. Oh, so you we, changed it from elevated. It. Well, well, for, well, it then, comes off as sounding better than, yeah, yeah, even though yeah. it is. But I mean, that's what it comes right, off. Because then you got the people at John Deere being like, "Hey, we're not elevated." All right, here, like, all right, that's here, not great for us. Okay, here's what we'll do. Designated during Good brunch word. for the tour. It's the it's a designated event, and as soon as you leave, we're back to an elevated event. But nonetheless, <laughs> uh, when it comes to these designated events, I had this question, and I there's no wrong answer. It doesn't matter if the answer is yeah, that's true because. Ooh. Our backyard gets to see the best available yes. players every time. Yes. But my point is, do these designated events now match the field strength of the players? No. They don't. There's no. no why? Where they, is, why, like, why is it different? Why would, would it be different? Because the players is just, I mean, the players traditionally has, I think the stat is 96, 97% of the field has full membership on the PGA Tour or DP World Tour. There's no open qualifier. That's a major differential. There's no sponsor exemptions. So you're gotcha. basically you earn your spot. 144 players at TPC Sawgrass, 100 percent on merit. But I will say this though, when it comes to like the top 50 players in the world that are on PGA Tour, the same number, whereas it used to not be the case, right? right? Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. I think which I is, think that which I, it's great for. I'm glad. Great. This right. is, I mean, this is a big sure. week for the tour. I mean, yeah. this, aside from the the circus that can be 16 and all that, and some people love it, some people hate it. Um, but it's, I liked you know. it. I don't like when they throw like. Bottles. Well, they oh, change that. Players. So this love year, it. So one, doing? it comes flying. No more. Yeah. Can, you can't stop them. No more cans of beer. You can't stop. Oh, them. Put chicken we're, wire. We're up. draft. We're draft. Oh, 
Good luck throwing an empty cup. How far well, can you throw it? Well, they'll fill it up. Then yeah, throw. you better have a can. Your son could probably throw an empty cup far. He can throw it. He can throw it. He's he a can good throw. Well, an empty cup though isn't going to hurt you. A bottle half full is. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Was Has not, anyone gotten hit a with a bottle? Uh, what's didn't a, we have some like, No, wasn't it? Uh, didn't like a Rider. Renner? Rider. Oh, somebody got hit by the, the. No, a rider had a hole in one last year. Yeah, I didn't. Amanda oh, Balionis, Jim maybe, or now oh, Amanda oh, Renner. She, did she maybe yeah, get it? They showed one have. of those. Why wow, you went married name so cool? What a, I, well, I mean, that's who she is on TV. Has she changed it on TV? Yeah, of oh, course. No, sorry. I, how would I know? If I, don't, not? I, don't, <laughs> I go to her all the time. I don't, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't watch every interview, yeah. apparently. Well, not it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. I'm a Steve Sands guy. What do you want me she to say? She married, uh, a lot of people don't know, Dan. She married old Jacksonville TV personality, Rick Ritter. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you know who that is? This dude, Rick Ritter, man. I don't. He is a. But well, when you say Jacksonville TV personality, <laughs> yeah. my mind explodes. Yeah, with a, uh, that's right. Rick Ritter. Remember that guy? Those of you who have been around Jacksonville for a long time. Ron Burgundy ish uh, figure in the no, market. Just crazy. Just a nut. Hey! Just a nut. <laughs> Wearing crazy stuff, hair going everywhere. All right, so let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll make our picks. We'll get the numbers updated. Nice. Uh, sounds like somebody in the group is mm. on top of the world today. <sighs> Mm. What do you think of that? Love it, Stewie. Mm. No, you're very impressive. Thank mm. you, sir. Yeah, seven wood on seventeen, everyone. <laughs> About 105 yards. Such a hater <laughs> in the media outing. Such a hater. I didn't even play 17 yesterday. Back with more next. Okay, you have the first pick. Go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Trying to catch him off guard a little bit. What I was doing. Well, you guys were up against it because I was listening, and you yeah. guys went to break for the eight o'clock hour at like 8:04, right? So right. I know how radio works. Well, we catch you guys back are, up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. It's catch-up break. Catch-up break. Yeah. So, the anyway, we go down to, the line. <laughs> I love Phoenix. It's a it's 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 a, a designated event. However, it's it's known for an iconic hole. Yep. And and it and it works. It's a great week for the tour, quite frankly. And now you've got a great field, and it's it's awesome. Let me tell you what you have here too, and I don't want to steal Stewie's thunder because oh. he could probably bring this to you. But oh, if you yeah. look at the main players in this tournament. Mm-hmm. All oh, had so much success at this venue. These are, you know, Scheffler won it last year. Um, Cantlay was second last year. Yep. Shoffley's been in the top three, two or three times in the last four years. So you got a lot of good golfers who also have, um, you know, good results here in the past and or are playing good right now. So point being, um, going to have to get a little lucky to pull away this week. There's a, there's a lot better, you know, the stable of golfers right, for right. all of us to choose from. Well, it's such a raucous atmosphere. I think it's exciting for us because it pulls in the casual fan. Yeah. And, and to boot this year, we've got the Super Bowl in town. Well, so you have you that have whole the, circus coming you in You have well. the video of the people sprinting for right, the – Right, yeah. Because they want to get they in. They open the gates. Yeah, yeah, when they open the gates, there's always a, a, a great video from Phoenix of – Golf fans sprinting to that right. hole, yeah, because they want to get in there, and, and it's early. It's, yeah, you know, and it's, it's a, a four a.m. sprint. It's yeah. also a it'll look it'll look familiar as you watch it. It is. I said this uh, when CRPR was with us years ago Ooh. that I know that there is a, you know, I, I know that there is a mission by the PGA Tour that someday the world of golf, every PGA Tour tournament is played at a TPC course, but this is one of those uh, TPC <laughs> no, courses. I think that ship has sailed CRPR, but we'll... Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. that's what I said. Well, I suggest, said, oh, yeah. God, no. Yeah, no, I suggest no, no. that. Jeff, and, and so this is uh, this is a golf course that we've... I've played it a couple of times. I've been able to uh, play. We've been out there yeah. covering other things, and it... It play if you've played other TPC courses, it plays like a TPC course. Well, it isn't interesting. I'm not sure if the bill was up when you played, but 16 yeah, it was nothing around it is probably one of the more boring well, yeah, parts. Yeah, wide tour. open. Yeah, <laughs> no, I play. They were building it up. Yeah. I was out there for but the hole itself is just a little bit blasé. Yeah, yeah. Back to the uh, 
one of the new features you guys have at the uh, stadium course mm. uh, that I wanted to ask you about. Oh, I, I made a mental note yesterday on number nine there. Yep, new tee box. Well, right, and you have that new build-out over the water right there to the right. Correct. Where, which is uh, a, a Tito's place, yep. which suggests to me that it's ABB, a part, ABBQ. A party place. Yes. And they're literally 30 yards away from the dude stepping up on the tee box. Yeah. We're going to do our best to control the... Uh... <laughs> you have no shot. All right, I'm no going to check that out. <laughs> well, you know what? That welcome, is going to be a madhouse, my welcome man. Welcome to pro sports. No, they've cleared yeah, out the area behind stadium, number eight. Stadium golf at its right, best. Exactly. This is the gold standard. Everyone put your drink down. Watch. Justin All Rose. I'm suggesting is what? some of the boys, when they come up to number nine and are starting to get chewed on by... Uh, Johnny Beershot over here has got <laughs> nine Tito's in yeah. him. Uh, Drove up from Palaka for the day. Correct. <laughs> and he's going to start John with... Uh, make the most of it. One of your stuffed shirt golfers. Oh, yeah. But in fairness, they've been, they've, they they've been liquored up people around tee boxes yeah. all over the place. Okay. Right? Look at the benefactor. All, right. all yeah. about 17. All right. all so. right. I no, just think it's going to be, be great right. theater it's, right there. It's going to be awesome. They yeah. cleared out the area behind eight, so it's a little bit more pedestrian friendly. There should yeah. be a few more cart paths there. The T on nines going back 25 yards. So now, I mean, nine to me, one of the great par fives on the PGA Tour from a strategy standpoint. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the players agree. But now we've brought driver back in to play off the tee because um, it got to a point where guys were hitting two irons and three woods. So, um, no, exciting stuff. And, and listen, Phoenix is going to be great. Like I said, the, the Super Bowl this week, this will be the, I think it is the fourth Super Bowl in Phoenix. When was the last one? Do you guys know? In Phoenix? Uh, yeah. uh, the Patriots, right? Seahawks, Patriots. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be coming in here with weak sauce trivia, Stu yeah, Moore. Uh, you know, and act like, I mean. That's how we roll. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, Stu. It took us about half a second to give I, you your answer. <laughs> I'm, looking at, uh, I'm looking at Joel Shookman's notes. So, clearly. Joel. Yeah. Time to up my game a little, a little deeper, bit. Joel. Yeah. Time to up my game a little bit. Yeah. You can take that to gin pop and that's fine. Don't bring that in here. <laughs> gin pop. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It should there be a good is. week. We had Justin Thomas at uh, uh, Super Bowl Media Day yesterday. Did you? Asking questions. Big Bama guy. So, of course, he went oh, up really? to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. You know, I mean, that you guys sure. have been there. It's probably a... It's a circus. It's a circus. Yeah. But, you know, it's a fun week. So, like, the number How of... many football players went up to JT and said, Hey, Justin, what's happening? Can I get <laughs> a photo? Punter, the punters and the kickers. That's <laughs> it. Those four. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Dallas Goddard. But, um, no, I, I think the... And I need to confirm this. Okay. And, uh, and, and listeners, let me know if I'm right. I believe... Mm -hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles requested so many tickets for the event before they made the Super Bowl mm -hmm. um, that eventually the tournament sold them a suite on 16. So talk about getting ahead of yourselves, and that could have backfired uh, in the wow. world of social media. I'm pretty sure like three weeks ago they bought a chalet. Well, you could have uh, told us that a couple weeks ago. Oh, I, would I, have been a story. I would have been a better story. Yeah. I need to reconfirm that. You're, CRPR might you, be able to. You have still a little fear mm. of getting in trouble. <laughs> when you come in here, and you shouldn't have that. It's probably a healthy fear. That Wait a second. Now, listen. Yeah. When Tom Alter comes in, he yeah. said off the air, he's like, no live, let's keep it focused. And then We're we doing some it. great storytelling. I come, I take the haymakers from Prosser. Yeah. I sit what here. Did I, what did I, haymaker did I give you? I don't know. You always it's a weekly thing. Oh, I'll give you a bear. Oh, the Cam Smith, uh, no, <laughs> no one's letting him join a club. Yeah. Speaking of Palaka, well, I remember it's a little sneaky course mean? down there, Cam. That was you. That was that was your guys, by the way. That was your harem of riders that you know. Oh. They, 
Like, yeah, fair correct. point. That was golf. I was nuts. Welcome, Adam Shupak, to my that, harem. Yeah, that what wasn't a, my what a sad your existence. Posse. I, I just stated. I should say your posse. Yeah, is what I probably should. Well, I'm looking at a the... harem has some other implications. <laughs> <laughs> you nor Adam would probably be no, interested. No, yes. In yeah. Tell my wife I love her. All I'm right. looking at the brunch with the tour. Uh, uh, standings, and it seems that somebody's in first place. Uh, that might be yours truly, after a dominant week of Jay Rose and Victor Hovland. I didn't know he had Jay Rose. Yeah, yeah, and looks, uh, looks like got some money too, though. Looks like you're sitting over there, and well, DAL. I am. How's yeah. that? Because I had a good week. I had Keith Mitchell, who had better than that. He had three ninety-eight. Uh, Et had a bad week, twenty-two grand. Mm. And the tour had one seventy-eight, but that's mm. only. Well, there you go. I mean, I'm hot. I don't know what you're talking you're about. You're in last place overall. We've, we've is played, what I'm talking about. We played two events. Two? Yeah. Long down. season. I think it's we played more season. than two. You do, huh? Yeah. I How much money do you have? I don't have a lot. Okay. Uh, so with that said, uh, uh, St- El Stinko gets first pick. El Stinko. Is that me you're talking about? No, is what? it me? No, it's Jeff Brosser, five fifty-eight. Oh, so we're doing the, the total. We always do. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah. All right, El Stinko. Y'all, y'all just enjoy it. You know, embrace hey, it. I'm the champ. So I, I don't know what y'all right. talking about. That's right. That's good. You're, Did you get your gift this week? Yeah. Man, no, nah, I went to uh, Top Golf and I was using their rented equipment again. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, don't worry about it, Stewie. <laughs> no big Another deal. week. Still didn't bring in the three quarter zip. <laughs> What'd you say, large? <laughs> no big deal. Oh, the right. Callaway. I said Callaway. He's looking for a driver. Oh, going to Callaway. Yeah. Still looking for a driver. All right. Sorry. They don't give me a lot of free larges. I don't know why. Anyway, with that said, uh, Yes, you got I'll, the first I'll, pick. Yeah, I'll take McElroy. Ooh, shocking move. Development. And then that goes to E to the T. I'll take uh, John Rome. Okay. We're, we're hoping that now Stewie. Well, I'm on the PGA go. Tour app looking for my power rankings, Rob Bolton, and I can't. There's no link. I'd like you to secret is out. I'd like you to like secret is out. Stewie doesn't know the tour at all. I'd like you to take old mother's son. (laughs) Brendan Todd played great yesterday. Why don't you start with him? Brendan Todd. Old mother's son, Mark Hubbard. Old Mother Hubbard. Um, wait, yeah. who, who are the covered? first two picks? I've been flustered by our own app. We just relaunched <laughs> Rory the app. And Rom. Rory it's and better Rom. and greater than ever. I can't find yeah. the. I don't want to tell you. This <sighs> also is going to get you into the office. It is. So. It is. You know what? Text me digital. Where's that? Where's the I mean, list? Uh, let's mean, go, McElroy. I already went McElroy. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> this is awful. You are a disaster. <laughs> what? What great radio this, this is. This guy McElroy has gone off, off the, the He's I just flustered. gone off the rails. I mean, you know how many meetings I'm in every day? Can about you how imagine this guy, what he must have now? been like when he went to the 17th hole of one of his golf uh, tournaments? Ricky's no wonder some, he is where Ricky's he is Ricky's had now. some good performances at Phoenix. We're not going right. I'll go Scheffler. Chef, Scotty Chef. Yeah, went out on a, ugh, on a big limb there. <sighs> you get two there. Chicken. All right. Uh, I'll go. Um, no, not you. Don't. you. Oh, nah, just God, this is my way, man. This is awful. Chicken rhymes with hicken. It's me. <laughs> uh, you're just. I haven't picked yet. I'm in first place. Talk about the nerves. Well, it's. You're I mean, one mistake here. after another over I, there. I am. <laughs> um, I'll go. We'll shuffle with Xander. All right, shuffling. And we'll go. Um, oh, man. Mm. Is he due or not? Mm. I'll go Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Tony Finau. Tony Finau. I once yelled at him as he walked across yeah, the Yeah, she did. Uh, and he also, of course, is still most famous golf moment, though, is the Masters par three. Turned that big ankle, didn't What he? is that ankle doing, Tony? Oh, God, that's still ugh, that's yeah. gruesome. Yeah. He played, though. Gruesome. Now we go back to you, Stuart. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. This is 
Really bad. Now Boy, you can nasty. take Mark Hubbard. This is bad. <laughs> Feel good about it. Shane uh, Lowry's there. I know Mackenzie Hughes. Would be Keegan a nice Bradley player. was hot a couple of weeks ago. He was. A lot of Luke guys. List. Aaron, Aaron to put his name on the I list. I do like the Keegan play. Uh, I'm going to go Morikawa. I think it's time. Okay. Oh, Morikawa he yeah. comes back with. All right. Well, beasting. Kind of gutless pick there. You don't. You like to show off well, your Well, I'd like to have a list, knowledge. Rob Bolton, to look through. Bolton, Get it out. Bolton screwed you. Tuesday. Uh, this goes back to uh, E. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Patrick Cantor. Of course you are. And then right. uh, I'm going to go with a guy who's uh, quickly becoming my favorite golfer, Max Homa. Max Homa. Max Homa. Nice pick there. Yeah. There are the picks. Stewie, not well done. but I, Someone just te- texted me the uh, the power <laughs> rankings. Charlie Kane. I can't find it on the app. Okay? Chuck Kane is a terrific young man. He's, oh, it's one of the best. How's Charlie doing? Is he moving up the, the ladder Kane, down yeah. sure. the tour? He was a one-time yeah, intern. Yeah, big Warriors fan. Oh, was he really? Oh, he yeah. was, intern he was, at 1010? Yeah, he was Chuck Kane worked with us. He was a Warriors fan before the Warriors were cool. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, Chuck was also a uh, 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 we, another one we can add to your arsenal and Chucky. He was the uh, the like the movie manager, right? Yeah. Working the movie theater or the avenues. I believe Chuck did. Yeah. Oh really? Movie yeah. guy. Wow. Chuck Kane comes through uh, with the movie tickets. Does he go by Chuck and no one's told me? We that? called him. Chuck. Oh okay. Yeah. We, no. Just He's, like you guys call me Stewie. Correct. Yes. yes. No one else does. Well, my mom. So yeah. the big three. <laughs> the big three. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, we got a giveaway. Nice. Another giveaway. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. What do you now? have? A tour card. Tour off, card. Offering discounts at 16 area golf courses, including Dyes Valley Course. Wonderful. All proceeds benefits the First Tee of North Florida. Excellent. For more information, go to firsttnorthflorida.com. Nice. Okay. All right. And don't we have something else? The Taco Lou gift card? Yeah. Yeah. We got a Taco Lou gift card. ET tries to sneak off to, with those. Yeah, he tries to, to keep those oh, in his arsenal. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Uh, 641-1010. Be kind, be courteous, and be a double dose of winners. All right. We'll go to the final hour of the Thank program. You, um, it is a Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday here on The Drill. All right. Welcome back. We're going to talk some high school basketball. And, and when you talk high school basketball in the area and you say reball, yeah. if you've been here for a while, that is a proud proud tradition it's one of the fun program. things that we've done as we've we've met with high school athletes from different sports from all over the areas for us is to think back to those mm-hmm. high schools and what they've been and some of, yeah. so we have caleb williams and calvin gilbert here today mm-hmm. both representing reball how we how we doing men doing great yeah they're strong again out of class so that's a good thing yeah, there you go. right <laughs> sneak out of done there for you your friends what? your friends at 1010 xl calvin what class are you missing right now to be here uh english four english four uh, and caleb uh, mine is oh. u.s government u.s government <laughs> ladies and gentlemen right, there we so, go. important stuff but what you get the lessons that you will learn from myself and no, and, and jeff yeah no are far outweigh not true we teach life lessons yeah, no here. not not no, no. yeah no, you're, I am you've been edu- better off with it. With I'm the- an educator, <laughs> as you, you know. Yeah, that's yes. true. UNF I is teach at UNF. Still wondering about the decision, but sure. adjunct professor right yeah. here, guys. So <laughs> anyway, Calvin, tell me about your season so far. Season going great, you know. Uh, Twenty and four. Twenty and four. Uh, nice. Coach, keeping us all together. We winning. Okay. Playing as a team. All right. You know, just all together. That's all I say. It's going great. Good, Caleb. What was your what is your best win of the year so far? Our best one was versus Jackson. Yeah, that oh, was pretty recent, oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, last week for yeah. Gateway. Oh yeah, our, yeah, I saw that. Our coaches wanted us to win, and it was home, so we got we undefeated at home. So oh. we just we needed that big win. Where are the districts being played? Revolt. Aha. Uh-huh. So nice. Does it matter? Like, so you guys are going to be? Are you in the playoffs either way? Then I'm assuming a twenty and four. The record you've played, you're already in, right? Yes, sir. No. So does. Calvin, does the district championship mean anything? Yeah. Yeah. I want to win district. Okay. But if we lose, we'll be all right, though. Right. 
So is, is there it's less? Like these good college teams going to their conference tournaments. Yeah, right. You like right. to win them, but you know yeah. you're getting in the in the yeah. bracket, right? Well, you, by the way, these these Letterman jackets are sharp. I said boys. the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I like those, those are the man. sharpest those jackets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm yeah. not kidding, right? Yeah. I have to to work the system over there. Get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, they both know, and this did my heart well. Okay. I asked um, I asked the guys, I said, uh, do you know who Bernard Wilkes is? Sure. They both know oh, Bernard Oh, of course. Wilkes. Well, I mean, Bernard's yeah. been gone for a while. Hasn't he, been, it's probably been a yeah, while. Right I mean, and it just, it, that, that makes me happy because he was our guy way back in the day. Yeah, we loved that's good. Coach the the Rebalt program has been oh, awesome yeah. through the years. I was thinking back to some of, what, my first year at Florida, Rebalt grad, Chris Capers was, in that, in Bubba that Capers, yeah. Chris Bubba Reball, Capers. Yeah. That's going way back. Ronnie, Ronnie, uh, yeah, Reball. Ronnie Montgomery was involved, and then more uh, recently, obviously, who was the um, Gary Anderson? Ed, Gary Anderson, good players. Was it, was it yeah. Ed Baker? Eddie Baker? Was yeah, his name? he go to Nebraska. Player? He went, yeah, to, Nebraska. went to Nebraska. Right? I think yeah. Eddie Baker. Think, yeah. yeah. So anyway, now you we guys have... know that, right? Legacy there. There's an expectation when you put on the sneaks at Reball. We ain't going out there to have fun, yeah, right? We're going to right. It's a, right. You went. Reball, you win, right? You win in basketball. You're expected to, and the years that it goes down, you know, they won't be looked at real well. So, right? I mean, yes, you you carry that with you. You you like having that challenge? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what does that you know what does that bring? Well, I mean, knowing that, uh, it brings responsibility. Yeah. And when we put on that jersey, it's a business. And when we go on that court, it's just like special feeling. Like you never feel that feeling again. Now, I I've, are you guys both seniors? By the way, did I ask? I'm a junior. I'm a junior. junior. I'm a senior. You're a senior. Okay. Yes, as, right. as long as I've been covering rebound, it's like, you know, full court on you, run, run. Is that how y'all play? Yes, sir. That is that like, no, I mean, that's like part of the DNA over there at rebound, like when you first show up, right? Yes, sir. We're going to play. Does that mean you play a big rotation? How many guys are seven or eight, maybe? We, we well conditioned. Yeah, <laughs> you better be. Yeah, I like it. That's the line of the day, well conditioned, and, and you need to be. But, yeah, as long as I've watched rebound play basketball, that has been the style, and that's a pain in the butt, man. Yeah, well, if you're the other well, yeah. guy, right? You you know you know that. All right, so set up, uh, Calvin. Set up the district. So you'll play the winner of Reigns and who? Fernandina. Fernandina, and then who? Who? Who else do we think we're going to have a meeting with? Jackson. Jackson again. Jackson again. Yeah. Right. How many times have you played Jackson this year? Three. Three. Are you one and already three times? What are you? Two and one. Two, Two and one. one. Yeah. Okay. Lost oh. one. In the, uh, James uh, Collins coaching Jackson, yes. right? Didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Um. D- it, who else got you then? So you lost one of them. Who are the other three? Uh, we lost Riverside. Riverside. Yeah, Sun Coast. Mm-hmm. That's out of town, obviously. Yeah. Sun Coast. Oh, Pontevedra. Oh, yeah, Pontevedra got him. Oh, oh, the Richie lost, boys got him. We, we lost by one. We had oh. them in here earlier in the year. Yeah, oh. that's a good. That's a good matchup too. Yeah. So they've been, they've been close. I mean, the expectation. Are you in the same? The hope to win state, though. I would guess. Are right? you? In the, would you play Pontevedra in the? Or are they we're in a different four, class? Yeah, they're different. Okay. 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 Seven A. Yeah, that's that's a big difference. Oh yeah. All right. So. So when you start looking ahead, if you peek ahead a little bit, and I know you want to take each game as they come, but who stands in your way, like as you try to make it to state? Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> it's going to be Jackson. So you'll play Jackson. You've played him three times. That'll be the regional final. And, no, district final, That'll maybe, be. and then again in the playoffs. So you may play him five times. Is what you're telling me, Calvin? Yes, sir. Possibly. Well, that's a fun man. That's fun. <laughs> That's is it fun? fun? Five yes, times? that's fun. All right. That is some bragging rights going on. I'm sure you know those what guys, right? The, Y'all play in the offseason, AU, other stuff. The game's right? close when you is play? Is that a heated rivalry or yeah. a friendly rivalry? Well, well, for me it is because we, we went to the same middle school, Kirby Smith. Okay. Right? Okay. And we just 
we just be talking a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Well, this is an exciting time. Now, uh, do you hope to play basketball in college? Uh, not really. Okay. I mean, but if it comes to that, I will, though. Okay. All right. So, right now, you're just focused on – so, is there some – I mean, it's it goes by so fast. It's what I always yeah. find from the, from the young athletes. You wake up, you're a freshman, you go in there, you know, you do a year of JV or whatever. Some of you just go right to varsity, whatever. But all of a sudden, you look up, and it's your last home game. And you're like, what happened? Yes, sir. Is there a message in there that you could to cherish each moment? To, or are you too young? According to, do to Dan, that? you'll be fifty before you know <laughs> it. Kid, so you. embrace this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, don't don't just take it for granted. Yeah. Just I don't know. Just don't take it for granted. Yeah, yeah for sure. For Pretty sure. simple. Pretty simple. Right. In effect. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, who's, who's your favorite player? My favorite yeah. player. My favorite player is Chris Paul. Chris, Chris Paul. Paul still. He's going old school. Wow. Ones. What about you? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. All right. What do you think of Kyrie? I Kyrie Kyrie <laughs> is. He's like, he's the most skilled person uh-huh. on the planet, mm-hmm. and he's just so different with all his type of movements. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's so also different with his brain. <laughs> yes, he is different with his brain. He's a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's yeah. gonna be a good like player for the map. But just to be sure, you are not going to go to your coach after this today's today's interview and tell him that. You no longer want to play for Reebok. You'd like to go play for Jackson here down the stretch. That's not happening, right? So you're different from Kyrie that way. I was just making, I was just making sure there's some differences there. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, good luck to you, cats, man. Yeah, Caleb Williams and Calvin Gilbert, senior and junior, Reebok High School, twenty and four, big season, and looking forward to uh, big things. We'll watch you go, go get a state. Yes, sir. All, All right. right, guys. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. All right. E- e- hope you e- out. We got you on out of here. We got a former high school athlete himself. Yeah, Clay yeah. County's own right yeah. there. CC. Pride. CC Pride. Just ask there him. He'll is. tell you all about it, what he did. <laughs> Probably was an honorable mention all county water polo. I'll tell you. Well, that. I mean, you were nice meeting you guys for sure. Yep. Yeah, good guys. Yeah, I get the handshakes. Yeah. Save you know, me, there, there's, save me a jacket, there are certain programs, in all seriousness, sake, there are certain programs around town that, like, like you know, Reball would have the argument it's the best basketball program in town. Mm-hmm. Like historically, I'm not going to just claim that for no. Jackson would have an argument oh, yeah. in that as well. Uh, ironic, you know, same thing with football, bowls, TC, some of these others. They've been sure. and there's a reason because they've been there. They've proven it, and yeah. year in and year out, you've got some. You know, those games over there, man. I remember going to a Reebok Reigns game and because Reigns had their moments too, basketball wise. Mm-hmm. Man, you all you want to go to an atmosphere? Oh. You get all those. You get all them. those neighborhood. Folks in that gym together, and there's yeah, oh, it's, it's festive. It's let's great. Just, it's a lot of fun. That, so, yeah. I'm looking at this um, college football teams returning production for 2023. So you got returns. college football teams returning, production. yeah, returning production, oh, yeah. which gotcha. helps formulate why you think a team is going to be good or not good. Sometimes if they're really bad and they got everybody back, that's not necessarily that's a good a, thing. Yeah. It's kind of like oh, it's like the old joke. <laughs> good news, Vandy has 18 starters returning. The bad news, Vandy has 18 starters returning. Correct. Right. But the number one team with returning production uh, in 2023 is FSU. Yeah, it makes sense. Quarterbacks back. 87% they have. One of the running backs left, though, transferred, didn't he? Yeah. They have uh, offense 80, defense 94%. um, It was. Of 133 teams, Florida State has the most. Kansas is second. FAU is third. Michigan is fifth. A&M is seventh. Looking for. Some schools that have returning production. So. Well, I think it's why FSU is going to be one of those darling teams. They are. We'll see if they're I'm surpri- are ready for it. I, I, I mean, think that, they're a top 10 team, but you're going to find them in the top yeah, I don't, five. Yeah. And, and look, 
Mad props to FSU. Had a great year. It, it was. It didn't look from watching those teams that are emerging in a title. Can it didn't look. It wasn't a dominant year. Florida was on the you know skids, and it was down to the last minute at home late. You um, Florida's a. But they got hot late. They got hot late. Hick. I mean, they, there's something to be said for winning your last six, beating Oklahoma, beating Florida, beating Miami in that stretch. Florida's 107th, by the way, in returning production. I bet you if you had returning 54%. ground game, they would be high because mm-hmm. they got both those running backs back, right? That's the key for – here's what needs to happen for Billy Napier next year, who's not going to have any accolades. They need to, they need to rely on that running game. Those two running backs were fantastic last year. They need to run it more, and those de- offensive and defensive lines need to see some immediate results, I think, through recruiting, which is hard to get at that position. And if you really want to test <clears> – <throat> of a dynasty, keep an eye on Alabama, 125th in returning production. They are starting over. What about Georgia? Where are they? We'll see how they do. That's a good question. Let's see where Georgia is. Returning production. Georgia's 80th, so they lose a lot of cats as well. And that's where it helps that you've been bringing in five stars. Yeah, that's where recruiting comes in, and Georgia and Alabama will both be favored to win their divisions. Yeah. Right? Um, I think, you know, maybe could LSU possibly supplant? I doubt it. They shouldn't. Maybe they could. Why shouldn't they? They beat them last year and their quarterbacks because, back. Because Alabama, I think, is better. Okay. That's why. Well. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I mean, just, last time LSU played, I think they scored like 65 points in a bowl game. Yeah. That guy did a good job in year one. He, he, he's, he, he did what Gator fans hoped Billy Napier would do. Right. I would think LSU, FSU is the early game of the year. I think they'll both be top 10 teams. The um, first game of the year, yeah. No, they might be top five teams, Dan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I see, uh, I'm looking at one, I see FSU 4 and LSU 8. LSU uh, has 10 starters back on offense, five on defense. Um, they have some key additions. Uh, Brian Kelly did a nice job. Jaden Daniels is back along with five starting offensive linemen. And what what they they usually have really good rec- I think I think well, the latest is, that I can find I think LSU potentially could be a really is, might be might be a choice. Maybe just, not. Let's but. just go with ESPN did their way too early on January 9th. Nothing much major has changed since then. I'm sure there's been some LSU's had, 32nd in returning, by and, the way. And in that one they had FSU 4, Alabama 5, LSU 8. So, back to the FSU for a second. They won their last six games. They had 10 wins for the first time in six years, double-digit wins. Uh, they enter the offseason with the most returning production in all of FBS. And they have Jordan Travis. I mean, and they, they have, have they a have quarterback a... who's showing up on Heisman, Heisman uh, early Heisman be- before odds. You, before you look, mm-hmm. can you tell me how many passing yards Jordan Travis had in the Cheez-It Bowl win over Oklahoma? Oh, they had a lot. 418 yards yeah. passing, dude. Yeah. He's not known as a passer. He really no. wanted. But he had games this year where he threw for 321 against Boston College. He threw for 396 against Georgia Tech. Uh, 270 against the Gators and also had a big night running. Yes. But they're also, I mean, it's in, but they're more than that, right? Trey Benson really came oh, on. Yeah. He's a really good player. Really good. And their receivers are good. 6.4 pop for Trey, for Trey Benson. So, yeah. And it was huge. What's uh, the, gosh, the D lineman who was so good, the transfer? Verse. You know, staying. Staying. Yeah, so and look, this is a year, and and this also, and by the way, the ACC that ever Clemson's luster strength is leaving a little bit slowly. I know they handled FSU last year, 
beat them by six in Tallahassee. FSU was really close to being in the playoff, Dan. They lost at NC State by two. They lost at home to Clemson by six. If they mm-hmm. win those games, they're in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Most likely, or if they win the ACC at least. So, yeah. yeah, if I'm FSU fan, I'm more excited than I've been in five, six, seven years probably. However long it's been. I mean, they went through the wilderness. And, by the way, it should be, if in fairness, <clears throat> it's a hold on a second to all of us, the rest of us fans that have new coaches that aren't happy that year one we didn't win the natty. Mm-hmm. Not just Florida, but other places. Mike Norvell did not go in there just, you know, you know, firing off magic from day one. Oh, he, yeah. he, he faced a lot of credit to the point we had uh, – narrations and conversations of quote they're stuck with him what can they do they don't have the money right mm-hmm. and then this year that narrative certainly changed a lot also that's yeah they they um i'm 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 it's hard not to be bullish on them and think they're going to be a you know they have a early, they have a september game against clemson and that is an lsu those two games are going to define their season because after that you know i don't want to say it's easy street but there are a lot of winnable games on that on that schedule for them. So I think they're going to be in great shape. A Gator forward. fan has weighed in on the Texan Design by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, can we please talk about football during the football season with a sad face? Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. Maybe we can talk about basketball. Wait, no. Let's don't do that either. Somehow this Florida team is like like stuck to a bubble, like sliding off of it and down around. It's about to fall flat on its back dead after Alabama beats Florida by 28 tomorrow night. I feel this one in my What's the spread on Alabama, Florida? I'm fixing to give out the lock of the year, ladies and gentlemen. What? Yeah, I'm about to give you the lock of the year can I, can in college I use it on, basketball. Can I use it on lock, you it, most, it's, lock it up? You're going to have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. Um. Okay, I, I don't have it there. I'm going to have to go here to get my info. It's coming. Stand by. Apparently, Vegas is afraid to put a line on this game. They can't make the line high enough for Florida to cover in this game at Alabama, where Alabama is going to beat the Holy hockey sticks out of the University of Florida. I mean, it is going to be ugly. Why? Because they're really good and we stink. We play pretty good football the last couple. I know. Um, What's I the can, line? No lines yet. No lines out till tomorrow. Stand by on that one. Bam will be about an eight-point favorite. Lay it. Lay it. Florida is, um, man, there's a lot of college basketball games every day. Yeah, no line yet. Uh, Florida thirteen and ten. Alabama's twenty. Give me and a three. line, huh? They're Give 11, me a line. Eleven and zero at home. What do you think the line will be? I think it'll be eight. Eight? Yeah, I think it's eight. I think so. What I think it'll be. Is it anywhere? Can you it, find that that line anywhere? Um, I don't have it yet, but it's not on. I go to uh, covers. They kind of go through everything. To be honest with you, but it's not there yet. But yeah, that'll be an eight point. Florida, listen, I know you say they played good basketball the last couple of games, and, that, and that's fair. They beat Tennessee at home. They were they were competitive at Kentucky. But they've also played good basketball teams this year, and when they do, they lose by double digits. They go to Kansas State, they lose 64-50. Mm-hmm. I mean, earlier this year, they played like, you know, West Virginia and, and Xavier and those type teams. Oh, they all beat them. Yeah. Hell out of them. Most of them. Oh, yeah. I just like Alabama at home here. It seems like Florida does not play Bama well that building in either. It seems like that has something to do with it. BSPN 2 tomorrow. I know you're uh, kind of um, disappointed, somewhat bitter that it's not a Tuesday night game. According to you, we don't get any Tuesday night games. You know, Florida, I, I will say this. The games are were closer than I remember. Xavier only beat him by seven. Felt like 30. West Virginia beat Florida by 30. Mm-hmm. UConn beat Florida by 21. 
Oklahoma beat Florida by nine. Um, and that, and then they, they uh, Kansas State beat them by fourteen, and that's it for the blowouts. You know, for the, the you know they won one, two, three, four, five, six of their last. Play great defense, nine. man. I think Florida yeah. can hang yeah. with a lot of teams. All right, I'll back off of the lock. I uh-huh. still don't give Florida any chance, so that's going to leave you having to win five of the last six to get the bet. Five is five of the six. You had to get six wins. You only I got, got one. one. Yeah, you only got one. And after What's Bama, my record right now, thirteen to ten. That's correct. And I'd be six and five. You got to get five more. Yeah. If I lose tomorrow, I'll be six and five. Yes. I, and then you then you got Vandy, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Kentucky, Vandy, Georgia, LSU. You might could get five there if Florida is indeed. And if you still win tomorrow, you got a chance. Oh, I, if I win tomorrow, I'm yeah. Because you got to get me to eleven. I'm in. Yeah, you got to get me eleven in conference for six and four. I uh, or Florida is six and four. I like. We should win if we can win Vandy and Ole Miss and lose to Bama. We would be eight and five in conference play. At Arkansas is a tough one. Then we gotta we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to we're gonna have to win these five. Vandy, Ole Miss. Wait a minute. I need five more wins, right? Oh, seven. You had five out of seven, not six. Yeah. LSU blended in at the bottom with that yellow font. But wait know. a minute, friend. Okay. I need I need Vandy, Ole Miss, Vandy, Georgia, LSU. Okay. Gators favored in all five. Okay. Go get them. Then I still have Bama, Arkansas, and Kentucky. Yeah. I might be able to beat one of those. Well, I, there's 20 in it for you, friend. So if I get one of those, you get then five I can more blow wins. one. So you got to go five one. and three in these last eight. Oh, you got to wow. go five and three in these last eight. You'll be able to see many of these games what on if we the did, SEC network. What if we did like a $100 bet on that? Would you take that? Um, what if I said, I'll bet you. I'm not saying I would, but what yeah. if I said to you, I will bet you, Jeff Prosser, one hundred dollars at least five and that three. the Gators do get these five wins in the next eight games. Well, man, if they get to, if they, would you take that? If bet? they get to eleven and seven, they might get back on that bubble. Oh, I think they get in. They go. Well, they don't have any. Uh, they got. I know they don't have in Tennessee. They did beat twentieth ranked Missouri. They don't have a, a lot of great wins. No, they don't. But they've got nice wins. Like at Mississippi State's a nice win. You didn't answer Texas my... A&M games are killing them. You're like J.J. Watt with Dan Patrick. You're ducking my question. Um, I, I'd have to think about it. I don't know. I'm already invested for 20. I want to I throw know. another 100 in there. I, just, I mean, I mean, but you would get 100 out of it. If yeah, you... I don't think that they're going to win five. I think at best they'll go four and four is what I believe. I believe they'll lose at Bama. I believe they'll lose at Arkansas. Mm-hmm, I believe mm-hmm. they'll lose at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I do. Oh. Georgia and Florida are pretty much the same team, no? No. No, Georgia's worse. Georgia's not. They're fourteen and nine, but they're not as good in the conference. No. Is that it? Well, they're just they 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 they're benefited from their schedule. Mike yeah, White, they're four and six. Mike White's done a nice job there. No, by the whatever. Way, they, were, just, they won one game last year in conference play, but yeah, I just figured kind of Georgia and Florida are similar. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they can beat Florida. Well, they beat any all, team can beat well, Florida. And, and that's the one thing. Yeah, and Georgia did beat all, but Georgia and Florida both have like a win here or there. But, yeah, but sure. Florida's win over Tennessee is better than anything Georgia's done. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And again, we're used to talking about FSU at this time of year. Oh, I guess if we're really talking oh, about anyone, it's Miami who laid it to Duke yesterday. Yes. You know, I thought, talked about this earlier. We, we think of the cauldron of passion. It, it burns white hot. Billy Napier feels pressure after one year in Gainesville, or at least people put pressure on him after one year. Mm-hmm. That's Duke basketball. Oh, yeah. You know, that's percolating up there. They got this kid, John Shire, who played for Coach N- K. Not ranked, right? Coach K, yeah, Coach K is, you know, a legend. Maybe the best college coach of all time. Not I, ranked. Right. But I think they handle it the right way. When you have a legend, if you can take the guy 
who's family and give him the first shot. Yeah, and then be and the then guy if it doesn't work, then you go hire some whoever. great coach. Yeah, whoever the best Who, guy out there is. Yeah, yeah, whoever that is. So anyway, all right, let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll keep it rolling. We'll dive into uh, some New York City headlines, trending, uh, have some fun, and uh, keep it going right here on a Super Tuesday edition of The Drill. All right, all the speculation, some criticism, the uh, wish you could do it over again, all of the second guessing. It comes to fruition as let this be the first of the many redrafting the 2022 draft class. There we go. Jaguars, of course, notably took Trayvon Walker number one overall. Yeah, well, we would have taken Aiden Hutchinson right now if we were going to redraft. That's not the pick, they say. Sauce? Sauce. Sauce Gardner would be the pick. Well, he was the best Probably the D-R-O-Y. Well, I think from this standpoint, now you could make the same argument for the pass rusher, but uh, the argument is an elite cornerback in a conference that includes Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, right? That's part of it. We keep talking about these great quarterbacks. Well, along with that comes really good passing attacks. You're going to have to be able to stop them, and the teams that do Mm -hmm. will have an advantage. I'm not sure you would argue over Hutchinson. By the way, the Lions got it right. What do you know? It'll be interesting to see. that. What's interesting, it's easy to say, Walker's not the pick. They should have taken Gardner or Hutchinson, right? That's easy to do based on stats. What's going to be interesting to see is, well, where does Walker fall? What's that, nat- right? Right. Where would he go? Like, what was the national perspective? And, okay, this guy's available. Boom, we'll take him. Good point. Houston Texans uh, took Stingley Jr., Tariq Wo- uh, Woolen for the Seahawks much later in the like draft. Was better. round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the- yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just lost my team. Silly. This is Rich Samini, who knows the Jets, but yeah. the original pick was Sauce Gardner, and Samini says they should take Brock Purdy. Now, Gardner's gone. They can't take him. Oh, yeah. But Brock Purdy's not. Come on, man. That's not the pick, because he had nine games. Not to mention, not you, drafted, you drafted Zach Wilson last year. There's no world where that should be the pick. I would agree. And even now, do we trust Purdy enough now? No. No, of course not. No. Uh, the Giants, Thibodeau, Thibodeau. That's two rush-ins that maintain a position over Trayvon Walker. Uh, Carolina, Icky Iquanu, who, by the way, got a lot of run here, did not have a good year. They suggest Tyler Smith, a different offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Giants took Evan Neal. They should take Garrett Wilson. Well, they need a receiver. Uh, Falcons took Drake London. Got it right. Should take Drake London in the redraft. Mm-hmm. Seahawks, Charles Cross. Charles Cross. Got it right. Uh, the Jets, Garrett Wilson gone now, so Christian Watson would be the pick there. Yeah. Um, let's just keep going down and see where we come Trayvon. I'm down to pick 14, pick, uh, pick 15 to the Philadelphia Eagles, Trayvon Walker. Here's what they say. Mm. In the real draft, Philly jumps two spots to take defensive tackle Jordan Davis, who's shown promise in this scenario. They grab his Georgia teammate after a surprising fall down the board. He had 10 quarterback hits, 21 pressures, five tackles for loss, three and a half sacks and a pick. While lining up at a couple of different spots. All right, let's look at uh, it's a two. You round. know, if you're, I will say this: if you're Philadelphia, Trayvon Walker adding to the arsenal is a, he's a good yeah. football player. Yeah, correct. He just shouldn't have been the first pick overall because he's not a not through one year. He shouldn't have. And I don't think he'll ever be a double. You can't have a guy, guy who's just a big part of good things. He's got to be a I dominant. I just don't understand Hall of Fame how, level player. How? Eh. Yeah, I don't I, think he's going to be a double. He wasn't a double digit sack guy. No, at Georgia. I know. Yeah. I, no, I'm saying that's what he has to be. I'm no, not saying you. he's going to be that. He's I not. He, I imagine he'll play his career and never get to 10. All right. Um, Jack's had more than... Well, we had another first-round pick. Yeah, you know what? They didn't do the trade. Didn't we trade up to, like... Oh. What did we go to? 26, was it? Where uh, did we get him? 26, 27? Um, 27, maybe? 20, uh, yeah, Devin Lloyd trade up. Yeah, we don't get the trade up here. Oh, but okay. we do have the top pick of the... 
Oh, okay. Second round. Okay. Huh. This is not even. Oh, we didn't have the. I don't even know what's going on. We traded with Tampa. Yeah, so we traded out. So Logan Hall went there. The new pick for the Jags would be, this speaks well, Luke Fortner, who they got around later. A hell no. Okay. That's dumb. All right. I just, I'm glad I got Luke Fortner where I got him. I want another guy. Well, that's fair. Uh, How about Brees? I'm looking at guys who went after that. Brees Hall, a couple picks later. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, what kind of year did he have? Nothing. Okay. I don't think. Uh, I don't remember him doing anything. uh, Let's see. I played 301 snaps. They said um, the guy that Houston took was is already gone. So then they yeah. yeah, it doesn't look like he did much. So uh, any, I don't know, whatever. You got to hit those picks. Yeah. <laughs> How about Kenneth Walker? I wouldn't have been a bad pick there. Top of the second. No. How big, if at all, is the need for another running back? A good running back, like a. Well, I like think- it argue no drop off running back. Yeah, I would like that. I, I I would like us to get one of those. And again, I know Dougie P and what he likes. He does. He's not big on these power backs, so I I would think maybe like I've mentioned the K State guy a couple of times is a you know third fourth round fifth round. I don't know where he's. Does it mean anything that? Do you think the game plan like the the blueprint for for Doug Peterson is Andy Reid and the Chiefs just like in general? I mean, I mean, it came up through so much. I mean, like the point. I mean, I'm thinking about the teams that have won. No one's doing it with running backs. The Chiefs is not running back in part of what they do. Playoff Lenny had a good playoff, but that was about Brady in the passing game. Right. You know, I, the only team, I guess, that is consistently committed to running the football that's been good and effective, like 49ers maybe, they've always had two or three stable, you know, a stable two or three, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Jags. I don't know. It's going to be so interesting on how do, how do they maneuver, who do they drop to cut salary, what holes do they end up with because of that, um, and then what direction do they go. Right. But until we get some free agency decisions, it's kind of hard to speculate. Well, it is. And free agency dictates kind of what – I think more so as your team gets better, free agency does dictate a little bit what you do in the draft. I I heard somebody yesterday saying, you know, due to cap ramifications and such, Jawan Taylor is poised to make a lot of money. And whoever it was doesn't think the Jags are going to be able to keep him. And Arden Key also will get a huge – he's a young guy who's had two decent years with limited snaps in a row – I think he's going to make a – somebody's going to pay him a lot of money. That would take the Jags out of that equation and would leave you – well, you're not going to lose Evan Ingram, but there's going to be work to done, guys that you got to replace. You're, again, I think I think a lot of what we do is we're going to need – as far as the Jacksonville franchise, they're going to need to count on guys taking a step. Young guys. Right. Fortner getting even better. Walker obviously getting much better. Walker Trevor Little. Trevor becoming that. Cisco. Walker Little playing better. Uh, Andre ETN. Cisco. ETN. All these guys are going to have to take that next step and improve. I think with a year under their belt with this offense, it's a good offense. It's an offense that they feel good about. I think this offense has the possibility to have a 2017 Carson Wentz-like season. I think the production is going to go through the roof because there is going to be, even with those things that you mentioned, there's going to be a lot of continuity on this offense, a lot returning. The receiver's going to return. I believe Evan Ingram returns. The offensive line will return except for Walker Little for Jawan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ETN is back. I mean, the offense is pretty much undisturbed. And they're going to add Calvin Ridley. I expect in year two, you know, Peyton Manning commented at the Pro Bowl on Trevor and just, you know, a reminder how difficult it is to three, four years in a row have different systems, different coordinators. This is the first year. Look at what Doug Peterson's team did from year one to year two when he was in Philly. 
it's going to get better. They're going to get better, more better timing, more in sync. You know, it's I the sky high to me is is the future for this offense, and I think it plays out next year. Mm-hmm. And when Trevor goes, you know, becomes thirty eight and eight guy. I'm going to need you as we wrap up the program oh. today to take the three foot walk. Mm. I don't know. I'm exhausted. Um, I need given a lot since six A. I'm going to do a play by play here of ba- a young a youth basketball game. All right. Uh, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to explain to you what happens, and I'm going to ask you if this is okay, okay? Uh, Team Red is going this way, okay? This way? Uh, This way. Yeah. Well, no, the ball has gotten past them. He's going to retrieve the basketball. All right, right, so he's in the backcourt retrieving a – well, I'm telling the listener. He's in the backcourt retrieving a basketball with a guy hot on his heels playing defense, okay? Middle schoolers. Yeah, middle schoolers. So he gets the ball, kid gets up in his face, and he hits the kid. He takes the ball and, and he throws it right into his hoo hoos. Yeah, that was no good. And not, that, that's a penalty of some sort, is it not, my friend? Or no? You can't do that. Any double dribble. There's a ref. I see a ref right there. I mean, that was a ghost. That was a ghost of refs pass. There is okay. no. Not only did the kid stop and wing the ball at him. He dribbled it, picked and it up, and then the dribbled way, it again. He winged the ball. I mean, it wasn't like he was falling out of bounds. No, he just he recovered the ball, but he stopped dribbling. And so yeah, he just because w- he's ticked because the guy's chasing him. Yeah. He did it out of anger. Yeah. It wasn't to save the play or be heads up. He but was, I mean, can I, as a referee. That's a technical, 100%. Yeah, can I, as a referee, stop yes. the action right there and say, yes. son, we don't do that? No, first of all, forget the, the life lesson. Yeah. That is a technical foul. Okay. Yeah, it's a tech. Boop. Two shots. They get the ball. Yeah. You, young man, you could also um, eject. Eject him. Yeah. Yeah, that was weak. Right. Poor sportsmanship. Hey, middle school. Yeah. Make the turn for uh, Be better home when we come back. Oh, wait. He's like rolling with. He's oh, like. What about e history? Santee Claus is what he is today. Oh, yeah. We also got e history. What about yeah. e history? Oh, yeah. I got to get my e history. All right. So we have e history month continues. And then we have Sant E. Claus giving out one more gift wow. at 641-1010. Be kind, be courteous. Tomorrow he gets the ELT from, from Dailies. Oh, what is our that. nugget today? Um, Today in E. History. Today in E. History. E. History Month. I'm at you CT's all. month, we've decided. <laughs> I'll meet y'all with this one. I've been the best man in the wedding not once. Okay. Not twice. Okay. Not three. Wow. But four times. Wow. Four times. You're like yes. LeBron. Not one. <laughs> not two. Not three. Four, four times. Four is good. Yeah, four best, best, man, best four times. Wow. That's impressive. I always say, well, I got one more in me, and then it's time for me to, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and do what I got to do. Yeah. Understood. I have two, but one of them is like a half. Because one was my brother, and it was only like, it was a small, there was no big wedding. It was just like the four of us, right? Stand there. I'm standing right, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I think my brother probably, yeah. Right. Might make me his worst man. And, I like uh, it. And uh, one more thing to give away, man. I got a $25 gift got card. feelings there. Plus a $50 <laughs> gift, gift certificate to yeah. Zio Skincare Kit. Nice. Valued at $150 from St. John's Aesthetics and Wellness Center. I'll visit take that. XL, I'll take that right XL. now. Com for more gift ideas for Valentine's Day. All right. We'll make the turn for home next. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, handing it off to the boys for Jaguars today. Mike and Tony getting ready to rock and roll for the next couple hours here on a Super Tuesday. They're going to take it to the house. What's happening? <laughs> Good morning, guys. What yeah. We, what's cooking on a Tuesday? Our question of the day today asking, would you be in favor of the Jaguars trading the 24th pick in the 2023 NFL draft mm-hmm. to Cincinnati for wide receiver T. Higgins? 
-hmm. Higgins has one year left on his current contract, probably going to want an extension wherever he gets traded to, if he gets traded for $20 million or more a year. Uh, your options in the poll this morning, yes, let's go all in. No, too high of a pick, or no, he's not worth the money. That's uh, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to know who your guest is uh, that, that Jaguars today. What is it? Is it, it a big it secret? It will be announced yeah. at some point. Yeah. Oh, we're having an announcement. Yeah. Will the guest be today too? It's a you know, it's one of those efforting things. You don't want. Are we oh. announcing the guest today? Or are we you don't hearing from the guest today? No. No. Both. The guest no. is tomorrow. Oh, okay. guest is tomorrow. All right. Yeah, scheduled nice. for tomorrow. No, uh, uh, Mike tweeted out they're having a guest on their show. It's tomorrow that they've never had before. Okay. Can you guess who it is? Nice. Yeah. And so I want an important figure in Jaguars history. And an important figure. So I want to know who it is. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. It's a question I've asked Mm. right here off the rip. (laughs) Who the hell is it? Who the hell is it? Good tease. All right. Well, have a great show. Thank you. Mike and Tony getting ready. It's Jaguars today. It's coming up here momentarily. I don't let Christian, and by the way, I will just add this. Don't let Christian Kirk read your poll question. Um, That'll do it to it for us. Put some respect on my name. Catlin Truck Accessories Tuesday.